2: Origins, Masterverse, the new CGI series, whatever, whatever, whatever.
3: Episode
4: three. Seven AI. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss
5: penis. What a
6: dick!
3: What are you talking about?
6: I'm the one who should apologize. Cause. Please, Please clap. Cause a Cause a It's showtime. <laughs>
7: W A T P. W A T P. Hello, rubberneckers Cousin cutthroats. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that uses the same strategy for co-hosts that Jim Brewer uses for openers. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who plans on riding his bicycle someday. It's Vito Giswaldi! What's happening, Vito?
8: <laughs> I'm gonna get that bike.
7: I know you I'm are. I'm gonna get on that bike. We're all rooting for you.
8: It's gonna happen. I have a whole you know, weight loss strategy. It's a coming, folks.
7: Yes. You, you, you have a, a, rocky you have start a this year. Twenty thirty plan of attack, I'm sure.
8: <laughs> Supersets all day.
7: Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just dropped the episode where Brian, Mike, and I went over the Pelican Brief and we put the video up of that as well so you can watch because we're watching along with that presentation. Have you ever seen the Howard Stern reprimanding his staff? And
8: I watched your whole episode yesterday of that. Holy I did. Holy crap. And, uh,
7: it's,
8: it's pretty interesting. When,
7: when he's telling uh, Richard Christie to get Brad Pitt as a guest you gotta reach out richard you gotta reach out to brad pitt get him as a guest on the show it's like well maybe let richard like make a phony phone call instead that's probably and he's like
8: mean he's, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like he's like you, you make all these phony phone calls for the show that everyone loves why aren't you out there sucking brad pitt's cock yeah. and it's like well i don't know because that's not my job Do like, you think your, your only job is funny and entertaining on the show well, Yeah, <laughs> <It's great bits laughs> that have lasted
9: and then dirt literally my and
8: job played constantly You idiot. You're only here to get celebrities for me. So
7: that was the beginning of the end for the Howard Stern show. And it's well documented now because that video leaked and uh, we had a lot of fun going over that. Also, you can watch the shows live and unedited when we record them or even after, because we sent out a link to the unlisted YouTube video. Tickets are on sale for DabbleCon, WATPLive.com, a whole weekend of Stuttering John Hilarity. And it's not just Stuttering John Hilarity. Because I'm pretty sure Zumach's been talking a shit ton of shit <laughs> about this show and how it's going to be a failure, and I can't wait to prove that retard wrong. So we're going to have a lot of fun. WATPLive.com, February 3rd and 4th at the Comedy at the Carlson. Uh, check that out. I know uh, we're seeing a lot of momentum for that. Tickets are selling, so you're going to want to get on that before some of these shows sell out. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section today. We'll be reviewing a show called Peg Warmers. And I don't know if I wanted to say this because Vito was on the Dick show this past week and he talked about how he was going to come on this show. and He didn't want to say who we were reviewing. I don't want to say who took me off to Peg Warmers. I don't want to get get anyone in trouble about why we're checking this one out today.
8: Well, I, I was gonna say the reason I originally found this show was because you did an episode on the Cinemassacre podcast. I did. Which is probably one of my favorite episodes of WATP. I actually listened to it multiple times because well, uh, it's on YouTube. No, it's cause cause those guys that there's this whole Cinemassacre whatever uh sphere of people uh led by the angry video game nerd. And they are, like, terrible at podcasting. Like, I guess they're good at scripted content, but, like, you put them in front of a microphone and they
7: have no idea what to talk about. The Angry Video Game Nerd was good at scripted content 18 years ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Now 12. it's not even as good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure what they're good at over there, except for, you know, we love Tony from Hack the Movies, and uh, yes. I was on his show along with Doug from Good Times Great Movies talking about uh, private parts, Howard Stern's movie. That was a lot of fun, and so... Um, where this show used to record was that very same studio that I was in when I visited yeah. Philly and my buddy Tony. And well, uh, that's
8: what's crazy is they built this expensive, and they build really nice sets over there. They, they have this beautiful yes. podcasting set that they yeah. built for the Cinemassacre podcast, which was such a disaster that they ended it after 18 episodes. And now it's kind of like any Tom, Dick, or Harry in the building is allowed to run a podcast out of this,
7: beautiful studio yes but the shows are just uh, frankly abysmal the way it's set up is there's one room with two sets and there's the set where they can change out what's on the walls and so it can be like different shows based on what they're talking about so the one today we're going to talk about has a lot of toys and gi joe stuff around and then the other set is where tony does his show and there's all the vhs tapes and stuff behind it It looks like a movie rental plays from the yeah. 80s or 90s
8: and they even had like another set like they're just building i think all
7: they do over there is build sets it's crazy but the thing that i want uh, to point they out and I, I made content i made friends over there so i don't want to piss anyone off too much no i mean i've been no. known to piss people off before
9: Well, i
8: like these guys yeah that's the thing is i want <laughs> to like these guys i'm just like guys you've got to figure out a format
7: well what i was going to say is There is a lovely woman who works in the engineering room as we're doing the show, and she's in there switching out the camera angles and doing some post-production and editing and putting everything out. And I got to think, if you're sitting there watching these people, you're going, why am I not in front of the camera? How is, how is this guy the talent? How is this Gail the talent? And I'm sitting right. back here and switching camera one, camera three, because this is a three-camera shoot. Let me play my first clip for you. And if you are listening to the show, because we are mostly an audio podcast, I promise you'll understand what's going on here. This is a show hosted by Kevin, along with his buddies Ryan and Kieran. Now, Kieran is from that Cinemassacre podcast. We've covered him quite a bit on this show. But I I just want to start off because, like any good show, it starts with the coming up soon. Coming up, this is the hilarious stuff that you're going to see (laughs) if you stick
2: around for the next hour or so. Recently, I found the most 2020 slash 2021 action figure you could ever find. This is a Courier action figure. This is a time capsule for the era. The kids are
3: going to play with this thing. I want to put something out to you guys. I think that G.I. Joe Classified... Will would be a much bigger line if it was stocked properly. Everywhere I go, there is a hundred over a hundred percent demand for every figure that they put out. Even peg warmers. Yeah. Even you know figures that that are not popular, they sell. All right, a few things going on here. First off, if that's the highlight of the show.
7: <laughs> This is going to be a snooze fest. These are not hot takes in any way. No. I wanted to ask you this, Vito. The reason why Vito's on the show is because I think he relates to this culture and can help me through some of this stuff. Yes. So you just heard Ryan there say, everywhere I go, there's over 100% demand. Even for figures that aren't popular, those are the ones that sell. So a couple things here. First off, you can't be unpopular and sell. Because that's right. the whole definition of popularity, and also, what does over one hundred percent demand mean? What does that mean to you, Vito? I guess he's well. I guess he's saying the demand exceeds the
8: supply. That more people want these toys by hundred actual... percent, by over a hundred percent. Potentially, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't even know how you would
7: calculate that. Maybe I'm the idiot.
8: Can you have I over hundred percent
7: demand for something? Yeah. Well, if there's
8: if there's ten of a thing and twenty people want it, wouldn't that be over a hundred percent demand? I don't know. Is that how I that think works? He, I think he might. And how would he I don't know, know that? If that's how it qualifies. How would he like
7: if it's if it's out of I stock? Don't know, but that's the thing is, <laughs> how would yeah. he possibly know how many people yeah, want it versus how many they're actually I are mean, he's pulling numbers
8: out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, I will say though that the the peg warmers opens again. This is supposed to be. This is a specific clip that they've pulled from the episode to get you so excited. Like, oh, well, I got to watch the rest to find out what's, you know, going to happen in that discussion. Yeah. And it's here's a courier action figure. This one. And I'm like, what the fuck are they
7: talking about? Like, how does this get anyone excited to watch the rest of the episode? Oh, so when he does pull out that. Action figure that they tease right there because it's like a yeah. first responder wearing a cloth mask. He's like, Whoa, this is so 2021. <laughs> and uh, so then Kieran wants to know where he got that action figure. This is a fun back and forth.
2: Where did you get that toy? Uh, Five Below. Oh, okay. Five Below, yeah. This is like a new line. Five Below
10: sometimes has some real hits. You you can find some really... Like a lot of toys that just kind of either came and went at another store, you'll find for five bucks.
7: Yeah, they... I don't think anyone agrees with him on this panel. Yeah, Five Below's got some real bangers, (laughs) don't they?
5: Uh, No. I
10: can think of one
5: person.
7: It's a junk
5: (laughs) store. Patty Seacus loves Five Below for headphones, but other than that, he might get some toys while he's there. He might
8: get lucky at a Five Below. You never know.
7: All right. Where do you want to start uh, off with uh, with what you pulled? Well,
8: if we're talking about cold opens, I pulled my own cold open. I watched their X-Men episode talking about the X-Men line of toys. And uh, here here was the uh, – this is the one I sent you, 01.mp4. Uh, this is how they opened that episode to get you so excited to watch
10: the X-Men episode. And that was the thing. I told him one day. I'm like, yo, I sent him these like uh, the prop claws that they make that you, yeah. you basically put them like here and they go like this. And uh, I sent him. I'm like, yo, check this out. Like you can get like Wolverine claws because we would be hanging out and I would just always go like this. Like when we'd be like talking and everybody would always say this, like, why do you do Wolverine claws? all day? And I would just be like, ask anybody here too, in the office, um, those things that hold up the cards. Yeah. Uh, I put them on and I'm like, and I like wear them like they're Wolverine. Like I, was, I used to be obsessed did. with just like the claws coming out of my fists all the time.
5: Peg warmers is the code name for toys and collectibles with high supply and low demand so
7: i'm looking at so, you producer chris and all i'm thinking is you want to give this guy a swirly so bad you're like, that hair would go into a toilet so easily i want to pick this kid imagine. up by his underpants
8: <laughs> the spotlight clip for the episode is a grown man talking about sometimes i go out of the office and i take stuff and i put it between my, my hands and i pretend i'm wolverine and you're like is that what you're going to talk about for an hour That's the highlight clip for the episode to get me excited? Yeah. That's Uh, his highlight, period.
7: (laughs) So I have an example here of Kieran being way too excited about toys. Which, So these guys are collectors. Mm -hmm. They collect toys. But Kieran goes above and beyond that.
10: I have... um, I, I collect Batmobiles, like Hot Wheels Batmobiles, and yeah. I just got the, uh, I bought like four of them, but the uh, Robert Pattinson oh, yeah, Batmobile, yeah. It they they released them, but I bought them ahead of time on eBay, because I was afraid the movie was going to get canceled, or whatever was going on, and they weren't going to put the car out, so mm. I bought a couple for five bucks on eBay, and then I found a bunch at the store for 98 cents, and I picked them all up, too, and then I opened one, too, so I was like running around Whoa. my desk every once in a while.
2: Nice. I, I'm excited for that movie, actually. i <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Uh, I nice. hope it's good like. yeah.
10: <laughs> It's called research Carl <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guys I bought all these toys And
7: I have all these toys And then I open one of my toys And then I play with my toy And I play oh, yeah. with it on my desk it's woo, Yeah woo, you know woo. he
5: made some noises with that
7: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit Kieran What's wrong with you buddy I, Is I it possible say, that Kieran's like one of those Seven year olds who just grew facial hair Because <laughs> then, then I'd be like Alright man that's cool that's fun I pulled so many
8: Kieran clips. <laughs> right, let's get to it. I feel like all my clips ended up being him. Like the host is just kind of what's the host's name again? Is it Kevin? Kevin. yep. Or, yeah. Kevin's just kind of like an average guy. And he's just there to talk about toys. Kieran just so, has like Kevin old... is like an average three guys. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. But but Kieran is like this, yeah, weird uh, Rob. Uh, what do I want to say? Uh, Peter Panish child mm-hmm. who's just like it keeps being like, yeah, you know, I'll still play with my toys and like slam them into each other. Like he really is just like a huge child. It, it's kind of fascinating. Uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I, I think uh, my clip nine. He kind of talks about just
10: playing with action figures. I used to do a lot of things where I made my own characters out of figures I had and make my own weird worlds and universes and all these things. Like I used to I was like a real like I I didn't have like a a whole like it wasn't that I didn't have friends. It's just that I preferred to do that than go out places. (laughs) Gotcha. I wasn't cool. (laughs) I still I'm still not. I would still play with action figures.
7: Oh, you could turn it around, buddy. It's not too late. <laughs> it wasn't
5: that I couldn't
10: get pussy.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batmobile pussy. Batmobile pussy. Ah. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Joker's here. Pussy's out.
8: <laughs> it's kind of funny because you have Kevin, who's kind of like a collector, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of interested in, you know, having them and displaying them. And Karen just kind of like, I like to take them out and make stupid noises and like slam them <laughs> into each other. Like he literally. So the show's kind of at odds. It's like a collector talking to
7: a giant child. Yeah, and, it doesn't uh, work, I think, is what you're trying to say. And no, we'll get, we'll there's, get there's into no that.
8: no theme. We'll get yeah. into that
7: because this show is going in the wrong direction. This is um, the clips that I pulled are from about a year ago. It might be the last time they filmed a show in this studio. Yeah. Now. I want to show you, I don't want to let this Ryan guy off the hook. Okay. Because Ryan hosts a show too. And so they start off the show, they go around, you know, who are you? Where are you
2: from? And I think that Ryan needs to work on his elevator pitch for his show. Ryan's here from talk about games and Karen's here from Cinemassacre. Do you have anything going on in your worlds that you guys want to kind of throw out there first?
3: Well, we just started doing talk about games, and it's been a lot of fun. Mike and I, we each bring our own game, maybe something he's streaming, something that I'm playing. Okay. We talk about them, and then we have a topic that we talk about, and it's a lot of fun.
7: Nice. So we get to watch them play games, and it's a lot of fun for who? (laughs) Not for me. It doesn't sound like fun.
8: (laughs) What a great summary. We have a topic that we talk about. Oh, yeah. like every discussion that's ever been had in the history of... Okay. Yeah, I would hope so. Sounds
7: unique. It basically <laughs> says it's show and tell, but you watch us play our games. It's, it's a lot of yeah. fun. <laughs> Hard pass. These guys, uh, I, I, I think they have a problem also of just
8: like staying on topic where you're like, okay, guys, you're a toy show. You can have a little bit of like, hey, here's what's up. Here's what we're up to. But then they'll just go on like these huge, stupid tangents. Uh, play my clip, too where they're just talking about how hot it was at a convention they were
2: at. I'm like, I thought you guys were going to talk about X-Men toys. This is insufferable. Like when the show opened, because mm-hmm. I worked at registration and I'm like signing people in, and the, the AC is like off in the beginning because yep. of like load-in.
10: Bring it in the cars and, then and everything. For it to yeah. finally cool down, it was, oh, fucking it was roasting. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> Like, Oh, I hope I don't spell that thing. Like, and I was wearing, I was wearing this. Like I had a sweatshirt on and a vest and I yeah. know everybody's like, how do you wear the vest and everything? And it's like, well, it's, it's always, it never covers my sleeves, but I had to, I couldn't do yeah. the sweatshirt. And I was like, I was pretty sad. Cause I, I'm really digging my sweatshirt and vest combo that I've been doing recently. Oh, no. <laughs> awesome. So in the news
2: segment, my mom says I was really <laughs> snazzy
8: in it. So uh, these guys like feel like they've never interacted with another human being is like doesn't the audience want to hear about how much I like wearing sweatshirts and in certain weather and this jacket I was
7: wearing at a convention. I mean, no, of course not. No. <laughs> no.
5: I mean since you brought it up. <laughs> All right.
7: The other thing they talk about, because my episode is late 2021 we are going through this uh, issue with inflation in the country mm. and it's hitting everybody hard but in different ways
2: so the in the news which is our first segment usually hasbro is talking about raising prices <laughs> ahead of the holiday crunch so we know that you know everything in the market has been up and down certain things have become way more popular things have become less popular and so we've got the holiday season coming up, and ahead of time, Hasbro's you know trying to figure this whole thing out, and so they had a you know they, their profit meetings and stuff like that, and so the CEO is is
7: this guy must be an insider. They were having their profit <laughs> meetings and stuff like that.
2: I've said this is too the much.
3: Hot stock tips you need. <laughs> kind their of letting people know because freight's
2: going up, the cost of plastic, all that stuff mm-hmm. is a mess.
3: I, I got to be honest, yeah. I'm a I'm a little frustrated with Hasbro mess. right now because I'm a big fan of Magic the Gathering. And right now, if you go to your local game store, a box of the new uh, Dungeons and Dragons Forgotten Realms set mm. is like one thirty nine, one forty.
7: All right, I have a question for you, Vino. You know, that I think you might know the answer to. Yes. When he says a box goes for one thirty nine, one forty, is he talking about one dollar and thirty nine cents?
8: I think he's saying $140 oh, for a box okay. of 36 packs of cards. <laughs> uh,
3: okay. For a box yeah, of cards. not quibbling over $1.40. the Strixhaven a set right now, they have the set boxes, which only – they don't have the full 36 packs. They have okay. less packs, but they charge more money for it because it has more premium cards. You cannot get a 36-pack draft box of Strixhaven. Everything is up in price. Everything is Amazon Direct now instead of the local game stores don't have the inventory. It's just really difficult.
7: I hope someone sent this over to the profit department at Hasbro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <To> let, <laughs> the to let them see what's happening. Please look into this and get it prepared for our next profit meeting. I have some complaints about the types um, of cards that you get in this latest pack. Just so, say it's
8: really hard to get
7: magic cards right now or something.
8: Like, yeah. the the amount of detail that went into that. If you
7: want a 36-count box
8: of Strixhaven, uh, you can only get the 30-count set box. It's like, all right, man, I get it. You're having trouble finding your favorite cards.
7: Kieran's complaint about Hasbro is somehow even worse. I mean, I don't
10: buy too many Hasbro figures to begin with. I only really do Cobra commanders or someone that I like really Uh. need, but they're already 20 bucks. So it's like, are they going to raise them to 25? I mean, that's already, you buy four figures, that's a hundred bucks. That's a little bit insane.
7: That would be insanity. Could you imagine these figures instead of $20 each were $25 each? There's no way that's going to happen, right, guys? You get
2: paid
8: to sit around and do nothing. You should never complain about the price of any action figure
7: because all your money comes from doing this nonsense. I also like that you he know? thinks that because Cobra Commander's $20 now, he's like, what is it going to be next, $25? <laughs> well, rarely do they raise it 25%. It could be $21 <laughs> or $22. <laughs>
8: fair question straight to 25 yeah that's 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 the thing about this show is now there's like a what do you call it a documentary series on netflix like uh the toys that made us sure and it's great it's fascinating to find out about like how these toy lines got made and what went into them and you know what got approved what got disapproved like all this fascinating history of toys this is just guys going man i really hope action figures don't cost more yeah and like all right fascinating yeah, yeah there's no, no research like, going into this you sort can of say thing. that about anything i hope <laughs> yeah. bre- Dude, why don't you make a podcast about it? i hope bread doesn't cost more next week like this is not <laughs> an important discussion
7: wow bread is a, an important discussion. Maybe we should get into that right now. Hey, what about
3: eggs? All right, so
7: I thought this was uh, a fun little clip because they kind of beat me to it. Yeah. I
3: think I think a lot of the stuff. I think back to like the old Simpsons episode where Homer Simpson's like nerd. Yeah.
9: <laughs> <Right>. Damn it. <laughs> nerd! <laughs>
7: I was thinking the same thing.
3: Uh, <laughs> really took the piss out of it. I was it there.
8: thinking the exact same thing. Wow,
7: they called out the soundboard
8: a year in advance. <laughs> yeah, they knew.
7: Well, when, when Kieran was talking about buying up all those Batmobiles, I was thinking about this. When I was eight years old, my fantasy was to have as much money as my parents made be able to spend that on toys. Like, that'd be yeah. amazing. And when, when you're eight, you're like, holy shit, I'd have all the toys. Then I grew up. And I bought DJI drones and PRS guitars and mega touches because I'm a grown up.
5: Yeah. You know, I buy adult stuff. (laughs) I bring you toys.
7: (laughs) (laughs) And I guess the kids,
5: the kids today,
7: I don't know if you know this, maybe you do Vito. They're not playing with dolls like these guys used to.
10: Because also too, who even plays with action figures other than us and and adults now it's kids are playing video games and stuff. Unlike you guys.
9: <laughs> <laughs> they're doing that, too. But isn't that
7: like, they're like, you know, these kids don't even play with dolls anymore. It's just us. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's even worse. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of snad. That
5: is not uh, a humble brag.
7: <laughs> no, it is
8: certainly not. I mean, the level of nerdery going on, it's just fascinating <laughs> to listen to these guys and why they love these properties. Yeah. Uh, play my clip three where they
10: explain the best thing about the X-Men character Wolverine. Wolverine's claws were such a like up in the air kind of thing. Like, why does he have the claws? Are they his power kind of stuff? Eventually, they did right. like you know, he has because Magneto tore all of the adamantium yes. from his skin, from his bones, like liquefied it and pulled it through his pores. And they found out, oh, he has claws, right? But they're bones, but they grafted the adamantium to him because. The whole thing is, too, like, Wolverine doesn't know anything about himself, which is also a great plot device. Vito. Okay. I don't know a lot about
7: Wolverine, but it doesn't have <laughs> cause because he's, like, a Wolverine. He, uh,
8: yeah, well, kind of. I mean, it's like a mutant ability, but they get into, I, I, I might have cut it short, but basically saying the best thing about Wolverine is you don't know anything about him. Yeah. And it's- I'm like, that's not a good thing about, like,
7: a, a character.
8: Every superhero has an origin
7: story. It's like the most, that's like how they start every movie. It's the origin story.
8: They're like, oh, it's so mysterious. Like, where did he get the claws? And I'm like, well, you just told me that he got them from this. So I don't know. Just like what what they're
7: attached to about these properties is very confusing. Okay. Since you brought that up, the episode that I watched was a lot about G.I. Joe and they get into some spicy snake eyes. And Cobra Commander talk here. Mm -hmm. It gets a little political, everybody. So uh, watch (laughs) out. Uh Uh-oh.
10: The only thing oh, wow. that gets me about that is the the Cobra Commander. They're not doing the hooded Cobra right. Commander anymore because of current political well, Hasbro stuff.
2: Hasbro hasn't said why. Well, that's they, what all yeah, the fans are super speculating.
10: seven said no hood is allowed. They, that's all they, they said. They were told they couldn't yeah. do it right now, and right. they're just releasing the two different styles helmets. One has a white stripe, and one doesn't, so, and that's right. it. Which fine, but so I, I mean, liked there's the two there's one. two
2: big theories there. One is that. Hasbro still hasn't done a hooded for this line, and they're they're saving it as a Trump thing. Look, they've already sold Ryan three helmeted Cobra commanders, right? Like, and then they'll do a hooded one, and he'll be like, "Why gotta have it?" Right? Yeah. So there's that theory that they just don't want Super Seven getting to the jump on that, and then there's the other one that it does kind of look like a KKK thing, even though there's a very specific shape
10: to a KKK mask, and it's also blue. Doesn't have yeah. I
7: never equated those two things, KKK and Cobra Commander. No, I've never heard that. I've never heard uh, that. And and even if that's the case, Cobra Commander's a bad guy. So isn't that kind of the right thing? It's not like they're like guys or something. the KKK who are like fighting for America. Yeah. (laughs) like That would be controversial, I would think.
8: Yeah. I, I was trying to look this up real quick and it says, yeah, maybe that is why they changed Cobra Commander from
7: having a hood to...
8: Well the the domed helmet or whatever, but
7: I grew up with G.I. Joe and I never understood why Cobra Commander had two different outfits anyway, because no cartoon has two outfits except for Cobra Commander. Why is this guy changing his fucking wardrobe? Why is he so special? They're never
8: supposed to change what they wear. (laughs) It's laundry day. (laughs) (laughs) That one stinks.
7: (laughs) That would make sense. Uh, all
8: right, what else you got here, Vito? Uh, Well, so my episode, again, it's a lot of X-Men stuff, and this is the kind of exciting talk you're going to get. Is uh, Why don't you play f- number 4B, talking about the Gambit from the classic Toy Biz line.
2: You were complaining about the Gambit earlier.
10: Yeah, I don't like that Gambit. i, I think He looks so skinny, and his jacket sh- is like so bad. Yeah,
2: it's just like... But everyone loved Gambit. Like he was such a popular character because
10: he was fairly new. Mm -hmm. He was in the cartoon. You know, honestly, uh, I never liked Gambit. Well, I don't mind him. I think he's whatever. But I just never. Oh, I was like such a
2: Gambit fanboy.
10: Yeah, I like. I always played as him in the Sega game. Okay, because he was like, I would, I would usually go uh, with him first. Because I would get, he had the stick and he mm. was like easier, but I just never was like super into Gambit. I don't know why.
9: <laughs> what the fuck is the point? <laughs>
8: <Maybe>? <laughs> so, in the span of like 30 seconds, I'm like, what? what is the topic? What are you talking about? You yeah. go from like, all right, here are the action figures. I don't like that he's too skinny. Well, everybody liked Gambit at the time. I don't like Gambit. Well, actually, you know, Gambit's fine, but I only played it in the second game. I'm like, guys, you just. Just talk about one fucking thing and it's just every little I don't care who you played as in
7: the Sega game, it has no bearing on anything. It's not interesting. Vito, ask me how I feel about Gambit. How do you feel about Gambit? Not strongly either way.
8: (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a strong (laughs) opinion about Gambit. They have because a multifaceted, would you? <laughs> I like his jacket, but I don't like when his jacket's too big. And, you know, when they make the figure too skinny. I actually had to cut that sh- that clip short because he was talking about, like, you know, what kind of jacket they like on Gambit. <laughs> oh, and, like, when the thank collar you. disconnects from the figure, they don't like that. I was like, this is, oh, my God. Uh So, yeah. Again, like, no, like, no, like hey, well, I looked up the history of Gambit, and here's how the character was created. Like, anything that would be, like, kind of interesting and insightful, just literally, yeah, you know, I just never liked how skinny the Gambit action figure from 1994
7: was. I'm sure there's an interview <laughs> with the guy who came up with the character... Or like you were talking about before, the toy company that first pressed it, or why they, you know, there's there's video clips that can be played. There's so many things that can be played. Yes. Instead, Some they have research. a totally unprepared conversation, and then they put it on the poor team. Let's see, I'm I'm still surprised with those guys. The poor team has put together the post production to make it seem interesting, and then they have to pop in the photos of these stupid cartoons and the stupid toys and. The, like can, can if you they guys had be done prepared? research for the show, like it would have actually been interesting
8: because they do like a lot of like speculation. They're like, wow. well, some of the figures came with a card. I mean, it would have had something. <laughs> but instead, it's a lot of them looking at a figure and being like, I wonder why they had different paint jobs. I wonder why this one had this hair. And it's like, well, why didn't you like try to find some information to enlighten the audience? And then I guess people who are into toys and be like, oh, that's interesting. That's why they did this or why this figure changed or whatever else. But instead, it's just two guys. Talking about what it was like being a kid and buying action figures.
7: And then what it's like to be an adult and still buy action figures. (laughs) Because that's one of the things they talk about are the newest toys that they've uh, each purchased. They get very excited for that. Now, peg warmers. Do you know what that means, Vito? Uh, I I learned of the term from this show. Me too. Uh, Yeah. So it's the idea that
8: you go to the store. And that sitting on the the shelf pegs in the store are the figures that don't sell. Yes. And they're warming the pegs. Those are the peg warmers, the unsold toys. Now, why they'd be warming anything is beyond
7: me. I don't know why that <laughs> doesn't even make sense. I understand what a bench warmer is because of body yeah, heat. It, but I don't understand right. peg warmer. But
11: whatever. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs>
7: we'll go along with it. So as... I've alluded to. Peg Warmers is not the show that it once was. This show that we're watching here had like seventeen thousand views on it, or something like that. It is yeah. now moved away from a three-camera shoot in a studio. Which it's it now, should have never been. <laughs> well, right. It's now this guy Kevin using a free version of Streamyard and bringing in guests that might not be as uh, high caliber as the ones that we've been seeing. I want to introduce you to my new best friend in the world. His name is Jeff.
2: Welcome to Peg Warmers. I'm Kevin. And I'm Jeff. And we're here to talk about
12: toys. Jeff, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your channel real quick? So uh, it started out as a Lego channel because I love Lego. And now it's evolved into, can I review an action figure in less than six minutes? And that answer is yes. Okay, so that's what I do. Now, this guy Jeff is so awkward.
7: The, he doesn't know what to do with his hands at any given time. So watch for that the rest of the episode.
8: Yeah, I, when he was introducing him, and he like looked like he wanted to go speak, but he
7: he got cut off. But yeah. he just kept his hands there, which is great. <laughs> so this guy has a channel called at Jeff. McElwee, tons of fun. It has 238 subscribers. Mm. Very exciting stuff. And they brought him on. This is the most recent episode of this show. They brought him on to talk about setting up your toy room Mm -hmm. at your house. You saw this, huh? Some uh,
5: hard-hitting stuff here. fun
7: conversation. (laughs) Um, And so... This is, you know, it'd be one thing they're talking about, like set up their entertainment system right. and the best way to get your surround sound or seven point one Dolby, like yeah. you know, like shit the guys would actually care about. Yeah, these guys are like, how do we put your action figures on a shelf? Like, what, however you want. Who cares. <laughs> so,
8: yeah, I was going to say, don't you just put those fingers next to each other? What, what amount of...
5: yeah? I'm excited to find out. All right,
7: well, let's find how
5: out. How do you get chocolate stains out of a bean bag?
12: <laughs> <laughs> so
7: this starts out with them explaining why they need to set up their toy rooms in the first place.
12: And my wife was like, well, why don't you make the office until, what? you know, we start having kids? Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things about
7: <laughs> this guy. Now...
12: The, the first thing I
7: want to point him out... being like married said, is the most fascinating <laughs> yeah, thing about him. And we're going to out, we're gonna find out. We're going to find out. He has the cool wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the one with the cool wife. Our, uh, our buddy, Kevin, not so much. Now, the, my issue with him is his mustache. Because there's no way that when he, he eats a cheeseburger, he is not putting every condiment on that cheeseburger through his mustache on the way into <laughs> his mouth.
9: And I just find yeah. that
13: off-putting...
12: And my wife was like, well, why don't you make the office until, you know, we start having kids and stuff, like your toy room. I'm like, yeah, okay. A year and two months later, we finally have that room f- situated and figured out. And now I'm putting up shelves and putting up. She's like, I can't believe these uh, toy enthusiasts aren't motivated. It took 14 months
7: <laughs> to get the office. I'm
5: prepared.
12: playing.
7: <laughs> I thought you were going to paint your toy room. I'll do
12: it later. (laughs) I said I was going to play. And now I'm putting up shelves and putting up lots of stuff. So it's basically Christmas for the last week for me because, you know, toys. (laughs) I love him. He really is a child. He's so excited oh, about toys. Oh, he is a fucking he's Muppet. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah,
7: my wife wanted me to have a toy room, so I'm making toys. I never need to get laid again. Whee. Yeah. Now, now we're going to hear. My wife your boyfriend are busy in the other room. I get to sit <laughs> on my
8: shelves.
7: Now we're going to hear so about
2: Kevin's situation. And it's a little bit different than uh, Jeff here. And so I recently moved uh, from a house that I lived in on my own that was kind of toy explosion everywhere to a house with my wife and my stepsons and so the toys have been relegated to the basement it's a pretty nice space to work in but it's kind of like a blank canvas that's already full with a mountain of bins so that's kind of my situation
7: (laughs) jeff's so excited about everything (laughs) jeff gave
8: him a big thumbs up for that he's like awesome
7: so I like that he goes, yeah, my wife told me, get the fucking toys out of this house, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they have kids, or she has kids, and she's still just like, all right, enough with the toys.
8: We're going to live like adults in this house. So he had to put them all in the basement? Is that what he's saying? Yes. So they in? Is he allowed to take them out of the bins? This is tragic. <laughs> it
7: is very sad. Now, if you think that's sad. Is it wood paneled? Wait until you
8: hear
12: about. <laughs> I wish. Wait till you hear about what uh, Jeff is saving up for. Oh no! The price point is a little much for me, but maybe with some saving and some Santa Claus, it might happen. But four hundred bucks, it's worth it.
7: I'm sorry, he was talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh. and uh, Which this Teenage new line, Mutant Ninja Turtle costs four hundred dollars. The new wine you know they have out is like four hundred bucks. So he's explaining that he needs to have some savings and Santa Claus. This is an adult <laughs> yeah. man that, who lives in a house and he goes on to talk more about <laughs> Santa Claus and they're discussing how cool these Ninja Turtles are.
12: And I, I just,
7: I have some theories about those.
12: You have like the cloaks, the jackets, the boom boxes, the different hand swaps. And it's like, yeah, okay. You know, that that's, it's worth it. I have to figure it out and maybe talk to Santa Claus. <laughs> no. I hope he's making
7: a joke. No, he's he's not. And my theory is, Vito, out that yeah. his parents are still buying him toys <laughs> for christmas I yeah this episode came it's, out this month it's january and he's talking about <laughs> i hope santa claus will <laughs> give me the ninja turtles i want
9: <laughs>
7: it is sad
8: that uh well what's interesting is that the peg Warmers channel kind of started off and it was just that guy and it wasn't called peg Warmers originally i don't know what it was originally called it was like kevin's toys or something and then clearly the the cinema guys or whatever this company is came to him and they're like, hey, let's you know make you have a whole toy channel and we'll get you into the big studio or whatever else. And then this is where it ends up is you know what? Never mind. Go back to your house and just talk to your buddy with 200 subscribers. Hey, so, what should we call it's the been new a show? Rise and fall. How
7: about a term nobody knows about? Let's call it that and see if people <laughs> will find it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, why not call it like Toy Closet
8: or like Toy Junkie? Yeah. Instead, you scroll around, you're like, Peg, one. that means nothing
7: to me. All right.
5: Yeah, I thought Let's it was a porn going. category.
7: <laughs> are <you> right?
12: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
7: this is why I think this Santa Claus might be this guy's parents, because he talks yeah. about uh, what he got for his birthday. Uh,
12: so you were talking about reissues and everything else. I want to use that. moving on to new to the collection clear? here? Yeah, we are.
2: All right. So speaking of uh, reissues. I saw that at the store. I love that they're bringing back an old Lego set. It's pretty cool.
12: Me too. It made me really happy. My dad got this for me for my birthday because he got me the original back in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> nice. And uh, they also have a gift with purchase for this month at the Lego store. If you spend like an absorbent amount of money, you get the Blacktron, like a Blacktron ship. That's like oh, a yeah, Oh ship. Okay. So. I want to talk to this
7: guy's dad. That's the interview <laughs> that I want to have on this show. Okay,
8: I want to talk to everyone's dad because a recurring theme of peg warmers is stories about a toy you bought when you were like, this is literally all it is for these people is talking about their childhood and trying to rebuy toys they owned as kids or revisiting the mistakes they made in their lives in the toys they owned at those
7: times. Because my dad bought me this toy when I was a kid and then they reissued it. So he bought it for me again. I'm like... Well, you're pretty easy to shop for. I mean, that's the one good thing about these. Like, <laughs> I know you love this because you loved it when you were seven. So here it is again. <laughs> How'd you know? Amazing. And then I his... have a similar clip. Okay. Uh, well, it's just
8: like these guys, the entire show kind of is just talking about their weird little broken lives and what toys they owned or sold during those times. Uh, if you go to clip eight, it's, uh, Kieran talking about his job history, the time when he, uh,
10: just, just go ahead and play. You'll see. Finally, I was going, you know, I was going to the art institute. I was like, I'm going to do animation, all this stuff. I have almost no money because I quit my job, and I was a jerk about quitting my job at first because I ended up going back there on weekends. They were cool with me coming back, okay. but I, I flat out was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I'm going to cut. Like they, they, I told them like flat out, I'm not. Doing this. I was working at Red Robin. Mm. (laughs) I
7: (laughs) beg for my job back. (laughs) Red Robin.
8: hey and that's it's so weird to listen to like the history of these guys They're like man you know like and i told those guys i'm never coming yeah, back he went in you guns know, a I'm, blazing i'm gonna go yeah and then you know i gave him whatever it was a red robin by the way
7: yeah. <laughs> so I, I flicked off my manager and her manager and all the customers I started grabbing stuff off the desk to make wolverine claws and I my
8: way out. And then, and then two weeks later he's like are shifts available next week uh, yeah exactly that's the funniest thing because <laughs> i was a total asshole i mean they did eventually let me pick up some shifts but uh it's just so weird these guys like how did they stumble into the world of entertainment uh of wow. these weird broken paths.
7: this is not a world of entertainment <laughs> i don't area. know what it is Alright, so this guy's birthday was a huge day for him because his buddy also got
12: him a gift he's excited about. Uh, I'm not a big as into Jurassic Park as some people are. Right. But I saw it in theaters and this is an iconic scene from that movie. Like That's a pretty great scene. And this was a gift from my buddy Don, who's like my second hand man when we do tons of fun. Okay. And he was like, Happy birthday, Jeff and I was like, Holy crap, Don, are you serious? And he was like, Yeah, and I was like, Okay, and I'm really looking forward to building this and, and throwing it up somewhere. So Yeah, that's awesome.
2: I I, I love yeah. everything about it. Got the T-Rex and the Explorer and the fence system there for, for Jurassic Park. That's really cool.
12: It's 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 fantastic.
8: I love him. He's so happy. Jeff's so happy. He's, He's like, so I can't happy. believe I, I have lo- these Jurassic Park Legos.
7: I looked it up. It's a hundred dollars on Amazon. For this Lego set, yeah. Le- Lego could be expensive. <laughs> but he's blown away by his friend's Don's thought of, wait, for real? I, I can have this? It's like, yeah, it's your birthday. Wow. This guy gotta, is so full of happiness. He has a connection right with now. the
5: Easter Bunny, too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of giving going on.
7: <laughs> the Tooth Fairy is
5: going to come
9: soon. Yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I got to subscribe to, again, Jeff
7: McElwee. Tons of fun. What yes. a great URL. Very easy to remember. Oh, yeah. He's, he's nailing it with that. Um, so then Jeff actually prepared a video for us for this no. episode. Because this is all about setting up your toy room.
9: Mm-hmm.
7: And so what Jeff has done is he's decided to show, after the 14 months it took him to paint the room that he's going to set up <laughs> his toys. <laughs> in,
2: he's gone ahead and put shelves up. So I'm sort of working around putting like showcases or freestanding shelves in front of those walls to save the drywall space and I'm trying to figure out what goes where and I so know you're I, hanging some yeah, shelves I'm, right
12: now yes I am I'm, um, I actually have a video uh, I can show you oh hell so, yes oh yeah dude. we are looking After at everything bare is said white and shelves
7: I against say white wall <laughs>
2: <laughs> in a really shitty room
12: <laughs> there we go, the pile of <laughs> stuff that's got to go on the shelf that's how work. Set up every toy
5: in the universe <laughs> If Stutcho was into toys It would look <laughs> Man, a little like this
12: That's not even all with of it cans. And i feel so bad, but it's like eh, You know
8: That's like a closet with like room for like what? Is he just going to stand there and turn in a <laughs> yeah. slow circle? He won't be able to turn to around the to- in there No! What is the? It's the toy room It's literally like standing room only All my toys again, are on display
7: Imagine if I had friends to show.
8: It'd be so cool. And they're the cheap, you know, they're the cheap. What do you call it? Shelves, the uh, the little metal brackets, the yeah, adjustable yeah. shelving you get at a, a Home Depot or whatever. It's not yeah, fancy. Fascinating. It's not no, fancy. No, it's not like oh, I built like a custom thing. <laughs> and like it's, sure. a whole, it's. I literally went to Home Depot and I bought you know <laughs> yeah. rails and the uh, industrial particle board.
7: Like wow, can't believe you you nailed it, buddy. So. Kevin also came prepared with some hot takes on setting up your toy room. And I didn't realize that displaying your toys takes a lot of creativity. I had no idea. And
2: Everyone kind of has their own style. So one of the things that's really fun about seeing different people's collections is seeing how they choose to display stuff. Hmm. So like in my old house, uh, I had sort of zones, you know, like this was the all the reaction figures were on this one display. And all the G.I. Joe stuff was over here and all the He-Man stuff was over here. But I had one showcase that was in my dining room.
7: What, by the way, watch Jeff get really bored of this conversation. Whoa. he gets bored. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he's not having I don't this. I think one. he was capable. And I used it for a lot of the lines that I that only owned one or two terrible. figures from.
9: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <was really> bad. <laughs>
7: <laughs> like if, if my grandma were to set up my toys for me, Dude, it's one
8: of those old, like wooden, like cr- is it, what do they call it? A credenza or something like that. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're supposed to put like your dishes, yeah, like before your fine you china or, or family. something. He, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have look dishes, at the fucking giant transformer at the top of it. It looks <laughs> fucking yeah. ridiculous. It looks
5: Listen. like
2: Imagination Land. <laughs> yeah, you're
9: right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this humble brag. I
2: <laughs> used it for a lot of the lines that I only owned one or two figures from. And it was yeah. really one of my favorite displays just because it had so many different characters in it. And because it felt like it was missing a few of my favorite lines, I did end up, like, sneaking in, like, a Snake Eyes figure and a few other things just to kind of finish rounding it out. You sneaky fuck. Um, so that display bad. case um, had, you know, some Street Fighter guys in it and lots of stuff from different 90s lines, like one or two figures. And then eventually if I got enough figures from that line that it warranted its own, like, display, then they would come out. Wake up, Jeff. He's like, we'll start talking, Jeff. Jeff's
5: it'll
9: like, be your turn right. again soon.
5: I think <laughs> Jeff is just seething with rage. He's like, "Fuck your collection." Yeah. He's like, "That collection,
9: <laughs> like, that collection
5: fucking sucks." Yeah. This
7: is garbage. That shit <laughs> blows. Get the fuck out of here with that shit.
8: And again, I'm always like, I'm always like, well, do you guys have any like interesting, like unique toys that you right. can show me, like stuff, stuff that's rare that I haven't seen before? But the thing about toy collecting is never like, here's one interesting one. It's Here's everything I own crammed into one shelf, where it just becomes a big, messy, like, disorganized clusterfuck. And you're like, oh, cool. I like how you jammed everything into this old fucking thing you inherited from your grandma. They're not even in their their boxes. uh, I know. (laughs) You're not
13: going to sell those on eBay, sir. I hope you know that. That's what's
7: crucial. All right, this is the last clip I have of my buddy Jeff, because he wants to show us this Batman figure that he has, because... There's some dilemmas that you go through mm-hmm. when you're setting up your toy displays. Obviously. Of course. I mean, it's, it's not all just fun and games, guys.
12: <laughs> well, that's the, the thing, too, is that, like, I'm looking in my my little corner here, and I'm, I've been debating what to do with this Batman. This is the Bandai Injustice <laughs> 2 Batman. Okay. And what do you do with that? He looks great. But, like, his cape sucks. And I don't really want to put him with all of my Batman stuff. Like, my Batman, like, my turtle shelf is all of my turtle stuff. It's not right. like separated by Playmates or, or whatever, right. right? So, turtles go here. Sure. Same yeah. with the Ghostbusters stuff. Zone. Yep. But, like, with this, I think I'm going to put him with some of the specialty figures that I have. Mm. Just mm. because I think he'll fit better, if that makes any sense.
7: I'd, I'd be bored just saying this to myself. I know. I'd be bored
5: thinking he's been debating this. I, I'm losing sleep during
7: nap time. I look at this Batman, and this
8: cape just does not go with the other Batman. This cape sucks. Uh, yeah. I, I have a clip. Again, the the decisions these guys are dealing with are like life and death, Sophie's Choice narratives every sure. day. Uh, if you have my clip five, some of the hard decisions that these guys have to make.
2: And that's kind of where I'm at right now with a lot of a lot of these collections that like like GI Joe I collect and keep everything. Yeah. But with stuff like my Marvel figures, uh, a lot of them I've been going through recently and like. Do I need both of these wo- these gambits? Like, yeah. like, do I need both of those storms? I, I I I've been trying to make some of these hard decisions to just like slim the collection a little bit. I know it'll expand again, but then at least there's room for that expansion. You don't need any of them. Yeah, you don't need any. I <laughs> hey, they use the word need. And my wife
5: is all like, "Get a life." <laughs>
7: I just can't imagine
8: the amount of mental energy these guys are spending looking at two rogue figures being like, do I keep the one with
7: the off green jacket or with the teal green jacket? Oh, God. Uh." Well, because you know that they're still kicking themselves for five years ago when they got rid of that robin. And they're like, ah, yeah. get rid of the wrong Robin. I'm not going to make that mistake again.
8: <laughs> but they're also drowning because the immediately says, you know, I need to get rid of it to make room for the more crap I'm going to buy. Correct. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're like, man, why don't you just like pick
7: like one thing and then just stop? But it, it's a never ending obsession. Let's see. Should I start? Uh, should I learn my lesson and grow up or should I start a YouTube channel based on this ridiculous hobby? I think I'll do the latter. I mean, I'm a big collector, but like,
8: you know, I've gotten to the point where I know what I want. I'm pretty much done, honestly, because I collected everything I, I wanted to collect at this point. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not expending constant mental energy of like, ooh, I gotta make room for this thing. Like, you know, no, you just, you gotta have fun with it. For these guys, it's kind of become this this sad obsession that
7: is destroying their lives.
9: <laughs> well,
7: maybe they're enjoying themselves because Jeff seems to be having a blast. <laughs>
9: I mean, maybe, it's, maybe
7: it is enriching their lives. You can,
8: if you get if you can get that much enjoyment out of a hundred dollar Lego set from Santa, then uh, maybe Seriously? you're living a better
7: life than the rest of us. I don't know. If it was that easy, kids have more fun at Christmas than I do. Yeah, that's I for mean, damn sure. So maybe they got maybe to figure I'm it I want
8: to live in this juvenile world they live in. Uh, yeah. real quick cocaine my, and hookers my, are stupid <laughs> play my clip 7 cause these guys are having the time of their lives I think <laughs>
2: a couple of stories that, that I thought of as we were talking one you were talking about the Wolverine claws Yeah. I used to have a couple of wristbands from when I played like peewee football Yeah. and I would stick pencils in them I, yeah. to be the claws I used
10: to do, it too. I used to do it rubber bands and, uh, and chopsticks okay like, yeah. same idea
2: <laughs> okay
6: <we'll>
7: be- <laughs> Just be embarrassed about it. <laughs> yeah, move on. Yeah. <laughs> I did stupid shit too when I was a little kid. <laughs> it's not content. Really? I can't
8: imagine sitting around <laughs> with my buddies and coming and, and recounting all the different ways we pretended to have Wolverine. Oh yeah, I used pencils sometimes. Uh, oh, these guys are living in a in a beautiful little fantasy.
7: All right. Uh, anything else you want to play from uh, peg warmers, Vito? <laughs> no, I th- I think I I got it all out. Uh, all
8: right. I just. Uh, god bless these guys again and again i find toys interesting i find the again i wish they did more research and had like some interesting topics but if you want to hear guys just talk about toys that they own and the ones they're thinking about owning and which ones they might sell to make rooms for
7: new ones they want to own uh is the place to go this is why this is why veto needed to be the co-host of this episode, mm-hmm. because I just be here going, these fucking losers need to find something better to do with their goddamn time <laughs> to wrong with these assholes. And Vito's going, You can do a decent show about toys. It's possible. You're there it, it is. This ain't it.
5: Really is. Is. <laughs> yeah. But you you Vito can't. and Vinny should team up.
9: Yes. Do some talk, toy, talk. Talk about toy talk. Spicy
5: toy talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they will rip out you
7: guys, and I won't have any more friends.
9: I mean, mo- mostly the
7: stuff that's fascinating about toys is just,
8: you know, grown men talking about how they wanted to rip off children. Like, that. that's, uh, again, I really like that Netflix show, The, the Toys That Made Us, where they're yeah. just like, children are idiots! You know, how do we take advantage of that? I, uh, but unfortunately, these are the idiots they were selling to, so you don't get as much of that perspective.
3: True. Good point. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the
7: Vito, it is time for our. Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. This one comes in from Nick Tucker. It's called the Burn Barrel Podcast. And he says this is a New England political show called the Burn Barrel Podcast, hosted by Tom Shatuck and his wife, Alice. After Ooh. their guest leaves, they have to kill time and they have a rough go at switching gears. Type of topics.
12: Uh, okay. I don't have it uh, up yet. Hold on. Can you, you have, can chat. you can you fill it all? Um I could possi- I'd rather? Can I get us a couple of seltzers or something cuz I'm di- parched. Um why don't we pull up the chat chat messages and do that first? Why? Cuz you can't fill for a minute and 10 seconds? Well, I just <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I can fail. It's okay. going to take a minute and 10 seconds. Yes. Why don't we just do the show? Why do you have to go get I, something right now? My work, Alice. I'm out of mouth lubricant. <laughs> Why? Because I'm out of it. I was drinking coffee, dude. I don't know. You can't handle it. Can I? How about I play Dua Lipa for a little bit? And then no, like, no, it's oh, okay. okay I'll I'll be right. Don't worry, everybody. I can talk about a topic. The thing I'm most excited about this week is uh, Ron DeSantis taking over the uh, this Florida college, the new college. Oh, that's it's poor woman.
7: Is there anything worse than can you just fill a minute ten for me? Like oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> Was prepared to do
8: that, but. I'm surprised that they, she's never encountered that before. Like, oh, I'm going to go get something you know, for my yeah. throat. Can you fill time? No. No. Do we're doing mean? a
7: show, asshole. By the way. We're doing I'm, a show. I'm with her. Like, can you can you just wait? Can I just set up the next thing? And then you can sneak out while we're doing it or something?
8: I love Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel. Oh, do I only you? say that because I, I, I remember I went on there a year ago, actually. I oh, was no like, wait, have I been on this show? I'm like, yeah, they called me when the Netflix thing was going on. But uh, I I don't actually listen to the show. I have no idea what's going on. Well, I know
7: you're from New England area, so that's why I I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I was trying to look up
8: where in New England they are, and then I was like, oh, shit, wait, I've been on this show. That's funny. All
7: right, I have a bonus Uh, cringe of the week, and this one comes in from Gongfei Show, and it's mm. actually my buddy Blind Mike on the Blind Mike Project. And apparently they decided that instead of just ending the show like normal, they were to do something crazy, keep the show going, and finish watching my entire interview with Harrison Young on Topic Time. Now, Vito, I recently was interviewed by a guy who does a public access show out of Boston. And, oh, um, great.
8: Boston public <laughs> access is uh, yeah, calm a down. whole
7: bag of worms. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be real jealous <laughs> when
9: you see this.
7: All right, so because when... Mike and I recently did, who are these socials? I just pulled a couple of choice clips from that interview, played them. He's like, Oh, this is, this is great. It's hilarious. Now it's a 30 minute interview. It's not all gold. (laughs) Uh
9: (laughs) So they think they're just
7: going to be able to sit there and watch 30 minutes of this horse shit. And that's going to be entertaining. (laughs) And uh, it might not work out that way. Let's, let's see how this goes for them.
5: (laughs) I know it's, I know it's,
10: it's a little, I I mean, well, you have do you think you'll have time to finish this episode if we wanted to do it today? Um, maybe let me ask you this.
6: Yep,
8: what if right now we mm-hmm. end the show, the free show, mm-hmm. play the outro, and then just keep recording just for the Patreon?
15: Uh, That'd be crazy. Maybe, both.
7: maybe it would be crazy, or maybe we can do it.
6: <laughs> maybe both. I don't know. I'll, I'm, if my phone rings, my boss can be like, What the fuck, you did? <laughs>
7: All right, so you could tell Craig's just like, I have shit to do. I do not want to be doing this. So he's already impatient with this idea. So Wait, is this airing on public access? It did air on public access uh, last weekend, yes. It's also okay. on YouTube.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah,
9: no, fine. right?
4: So, I mean, that's... Can we move on, why, please? I, mean, I try to be... In my real life, I can be, but not when I do I'm doing my show. This may just be for the live viewers. <laughs> this is not great. Professional I'm and stepping out. Are
10: you? Uh let's play a little more, but I'm Alright, so Craig's going, come on, can we please add
7: this? I have so many better things to do <laughs> than to watch Carl on topic. <laughs> so they tried to
8: watch your show and they didn't like pull clips. They just tried to watch the whole thing.
7: Right. They thought they were just gonna watch the whole thing and it was gonna be riveting for their audience and for their uh Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Okay. And this Got is how content. this is how this wraps up.
0: It's like halfway to the, it's How much like time is left? New York
7: State line
6: kind of We are halfway
10: wanna... through the video, so mm. fifteen minutes. <laughs> what are the people?
6: Mm. Like, All right, let's put it to a vote. <laughs> they want to leave. All right. Well, they <laughs> want me to leave.
10: <laughs> This will just be for the live viewers. We won't post this part. Does that work? Yeah. I'm, I I only I only have the I stopped the audio recording and restarted. So I'll just leave
6: the video up.
7: Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that did not go well. Sorry, guys. Sorry, that wasn't so more riveting. That's <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Before you start doing a show, you want to want to watch the source material and see if it's going to be interesting or not for your viewers. Yeah. Sorry, I made that seem so exciting. This is your fault for not being entertaining enough, Carl. I should agree. You know
8: that you know you sh- all your show should be done with the idea that two public access guys might watch it later and
7: try to fill time on their own radio oh, no, show. No, no, no. Biden, Mike's not public access. The show they're watching okay. me on it is public access. So you were on public access with this guy with the tie yes. and they're watching yeah. public access and they're watching me on there because like I said, there's some fun moments in it. The problem but is they didn't
8: pull those and they just put them all,
7: <laughs> all correct. the whole thing. The, the big Smart. problem with this Vito is that this guy's supposed to be interviewing me and it turned me into me interviewing him. Yeah. So if you're not really fascinated about what this guy has to say, what's the name of the guy you were uh, on with Harrison Young is nice. called
8: topic time. Harrison Young's Topic Time. Yeah. All I remember about Boston Public Access is all the homeless guys would, like, make shows because then they could hang out there and, like, eat free shit.
5: Yeah, so. it's, it's true everywhere. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Public Access works everywhere you go. Drink the free coffee. Yeah, so there's like, always homeless guys hanging out at the building. Now, Vito, I decided because you we were communicating about shows we could review, and you also wanted to talk about this Tim Pool network that he's building up, yes. Pop yes. culture crisis is a show Pop on culture his network. Crisis, I believe it's from his studio, but he's not in it. Right? I've been,
8: I've been in, So I only found out about the show because I got a, a cold call email out of nowhere, and it's like, hey, you know, we're just trying to get people to come on the show, YouTubers, whatever else. We're a cool, fun podcast, and then I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've never heard of this, and then I start looking it up. And it's Tim Poole is trying to expand his network and he wants to have, you know, his cool comic book video game, you know, talking about how everything is woke uh, network because that's profitable these days. Yes. Yeah. Did you dig into these guys? Like, what did you find? Because I was kind of like, they wanted to fly me to like Washington, D.C. or whatever his fucking compound is. And I'm like, you guys get like 200 views on a video. I don't think I'm going to fly out to like Washington, D.C to be on
7: a show that gets like no views. Yeah. So uh, I've had some friends do Tim pool show. And from what I know, it is in a very remote area of Virginia. You have to, you have to drive a long ways to get there. So yeah, it better be like a compound. Yes, correct. So let's go ahead. And I'm going to show you a couple clips that I pulled from this. This is a show hosted by Brett Dasovic and Mary Morgan. And Mary Morgan is a far right nerds. Wet dream. (laughs) And uh, I'll I'll start off by they're bragging about how now they're going in the opposite direction as our friends at peg warmers, peg warmers Mm. scaling back. These guys are getting more and more shit going on with their. Well, I'll, I'll let them explain it.
14: Guys, uh, if you notice, there's a new aesthetic going on. We've got new overlays. We've got a new backdrop. Oh come on! I didn't want to
1: mention it. It was supposed to be a secret. They they wouldn't
14: know. Nobody nobody would know. So uh, we hope you like it. We've got uh, new overlays. We've got new thumbnails for stuff. Uh, we're making changes here. We're we're pushing towards 50k. We just passed 49,000 subscribers. Thank you guys so much for that. Means the world to me. Before we get started, would you please gently, ever so gently. Tap the like button just softly; would mean the world to me. All
7: right, they have mm. new overlays and all new thumbnails. Vito. All new
8: thumbnails, baby.
7: I can see why Mary's just like, all right, we don't have to talk about that. I mean, we had the production <laughs> meeting; it's fine. We're happy that they're putting some money into it, but we don't have to brag about that. It's not that big a deal.
8: And let's be real, their their thumbnails are the exact same as Tim Poole's thumbnails, right. except instead of red, they've used pink <laughs> for the uh, highlight color. Uh,
7: good work, guys. So apparently, I was meant to look this up, but when you get a certain number of subscribers on YouTube, you get a silver play button from YouTube. Do you yes. know about this, Vito? I do. In fact, I have one on the wall back there. What's the number you, you have to get to to get
8: a silver play? 100,000. Okay. subscribers. So
7: they're they, they are at about 50,000 now. Yes. And uh, they joke about what they're going to do when they get their silver play
14: button. Oh. Yeah. Very excited about it. Mary, Mary, you pointed out to me earlier, like, we're almost at 50,000.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, and uh, it's, you know, halfway to 100K. Yep, we're getting there. The that. milestones... Get easy to reach every time.
14: What will you be doing with your with your <laughs> with your silver play button when you get a silver play button? Well,
1: are we gonna like saw it in half? That
14: would be so cool if we just. saw Or are
1: it in you half. allowed to order multiple? You can
14: get multiples, I believe. You can. I order. think it
1: would be funnier to to saw it in half. See,
14: what I wanted to do is take Tim's like for Timcat for for Timcast. He's got like three of them, like just lying around the house. Like I wanted to just take one and tape our name over it. And that put would it be behind funny me, too. And put it behind me. <laughs>
7: be hilarious
8: buddy. oh my god it'd be so that'd be hilarious yeah if we just took tim's and put our name on it yeah. pretty good joke uh you yeah, might have spoiled that one
7: but, be honest <laughs> with you. all right i was pretty angry to see these guys are ripping me off oh <laughs> producer Uh-oh. chris
14: we got some cringe of the day mary uh we do what? let's go
7: for it i stole your bit dude Oh, God. Was I with you, Vito, when we were over at Dick's watching the Tim Pool music video? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's still making those.
8: those rough. Uh, I, I, he I takes himself understand. very seriously. I don't understand how anyone can watch Tim Pool and go, yeah, yeah, that guy's just speaking power, uh, truth to power. <laughs> I go, this is the nerdiest motherfucker who ever lived. He's got no idea what he's talking about. And then uh, I remember he's tweeting out uh, after he put out his music video. He's like, yeah, we got 4 million views in two days. That just proves the mainstream has been artificially holding back emo music. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking No, you got 4 million views because you were paying for advertisements. Literally, if you watched a YouTube video, there would be an ad for Tim Pool's music video before it. People caught this. Like, hey, go watch wow. the new single from tim's drowning what the fuck is the name of his band so it's
7: not it's not all that organic is what you're saying it's a little bit artificial
5: okay uh
7: the name of his band is tim cast that's regarded. no is it really yes he, i he, think so wait so should my next band be who are these podcasts that make my life <laughs> <Yes>. easier <laughs> I, just, I just do one word of t-shirts it'd be great <laughs> selling all the shows so watching Tim Pool, I mean, I guess he has all
8: this money from his stupid show, and he's now spanning out and giving it to. I you don't, don't know, like Tim some, Show,
7: do you know? Is that the
8: no? Sense that I, I'm I don't here? understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal of that guy. What do you think
7: about Mary Morgan on here? What do you think about her?
8: This 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 girl here. Yeah. Every nerd, every nerd wants to see girls who are a little like uh, uncomfortable and awkward because they're yeah. like, she's just like me. You know, any amount, if she had exuded any amount of confidence or uh, competency, it'd be like, oh, I don't know if I can handle her. Yeah.
7: What a bitch. uh, (laughs) Yeah,
8: Yeah, exactly.
7: I think she looks like she doesn't do heroin. But if you thought that she did, she'd be okay with
12: that. Yeah. That's kind
7: of the look that she has going with the dark. eye. Very astute. Thank you. All right. So they go through different topics and different bits. They do a lot of the bits that they do are super chats. And you'll notice that like money's flying around, and they have these different things that happen Ooh. when people either like or donate or whatever is going on. So they're talking about this gender neutral award. It was it's a, a called the Brit. I guess it's a British award, and it's for okay. best artist. And they're laughing because it's gender, you know, rather than have best male performer, best female performer, or whatever it is, it's just best, best artist. Performer. And the yeah. people were pissed because it was all guys. That were then in the category. That got nominated. And Harry, St- yeah, and Harry Styles ends up winning. But this is Brett's take on it. Is that like, well, yeah, you're mad that it's all guys. But Harry Styles is kind of like a girl.
1: <laughs> if you can see the, the picture on screen right now is absolutely obscene. Of course. Yeah. But I forced Brett to put it in the thumbnail for the segment regarding-
7: Absolutely obscene. He's eating a banana. <laughs> it's not absolutely <laughs> obscene. I'm blown away by the obscenity of this. <laughs> Guys, if you have to turn off the YouTube video right now, oh. I understand. Oh. <laughs> we'll be I off this obscene photo soon, I promise.
1: Seen, Of course. Yeah. But I forced Brett to put it in the thumbnail for the segment regardless <laughs> because, you know, man-made horror is beyond your comprehension. <laughs> and uh, Harry Styles is not much of a man to be nominated for this award anyway. Yeah. So clearly they're not doing this because they value masculinity or celebrating men in this category. Yep. It's only because they hate themselves. They hate gender roles in general and will do anything to uh, annihilate them. But then they fail in the process at their own standards. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're, they're two-faced hypocrites every time they prove this to themselves. Uh, it was the same thing
14: that happened with what was the one that happened recently. They said they made the... Uh not the Oscars. They made the uh, Golden Globes or whatever more. Like they, they I don't think
1: it was the Golden Globes.
14: Whatever one oh no, I'm sorry. It was the Hollywood Foreign Press. Um, so it was Hollywood
1: Foreign Press. And I think there was some other award show that also went gender neutral this year. No, not, probably I'm tra- should. I'm have talking, about, I'm talking this. about the ones where they,
14: they added where they <laughs> diversified their panels, and it was still a majority of white people that got nominated for the awards.
7: The reason why I let that go so long. This is a 22 minute long discussion. Around this thing. It's just like a who cares? Honestly, this is the way I feel about this. If you want to take gender out of all these award ceremonies, then guys will just win everything. It's fine. We have, right. we have no problem <laughs>
5: yeah.
9: Sports, music, right. life. <laughs> yeah.
7: I, I say merge the NBA and the WNBA. And just take the best players from both of those leagues and see what happens. Who, what, whoever that might be. Whoever's it the, could best go the best Anyway. Uh,
4: <laughs> like what I tell them to like. <laughs>
7: so, yeah. So I just thought yeah. that was funny. This, like their hot take on it is like, oh, yeah, well, backfire because it's all dudes. But actually that dude wears like fingernail polish <laughs> eats bananas,
5: bananas.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the like
8: righteous indignation of like oh god how horrifying harry styles the most uh disgusting gender bending and it's like i don't know man like isn't he just a guy who
7: makes some music or something
13: he's he's Am from I supposed a to hate harry boy styles? band
7: he's from a boy band I mean, justin timberlake is the exception to that rule can we all agree that's the one yeah. guy that we're all like oh he's cool yeah every other one from boy bands like ah oh, come on Maybe
8: Marky yeah, did Mark's you ever brother, watch, Did you ever watch like the Backstreet Boys and go, Well, that's just a paragon of masculinity right
9: there? Those <laughs> yeah.
8: men'll fight a war for you. It's always been effeminate. All music is effeminate. It's like they don't dance around and wear costumes and synchronize their movements. Like, yeah, come on, this I, is new. I don't watch them and
7: think like I want to crush some beers with those bros. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun if <laughs> we we'll get some bus. Well,
8: maybe yeah, Got
7: The most masculine <laughs> thing on earth,
8: pop music. Yeah. I can't believe they would change pop music and feminize it. Where have you fucking... That's the problem, is all these people are too young. You know, like, they don't understand. It's like, no, the pop music has always been gay. That's the point.
7: I know. Like, I love when people it, say, on. like, music's never been worse than it is now. It's like, well, no, every era's had shitty pop music. Every Absolutely. single one. It's yeah. terrible, always existed. Terrible music. So, now uh, they're, they're talking about how they did this gender-neutral award for non-binary artists because there are people mm. who don't fit into best male, best female. That's why they had to do it. And then look at what happens here in the background as someone donates money.
1: Well, they I think that the Brit Awards specifically took to doing these gender neutral categories because they got backlash from non-binary artists like Sam Smith saying that they get unfairly excluded from getting these awards uh, if they don't fit either (laughs) gender and either like genders category which is like obviously insane. Sam
14: Smith is like a very famous person.
0: Oh wow. Thank you. Gunshots? Yeah.
14: Brightens my day.
7: Hell yeah.
0: What the fuck? Dude,
7: it's like I'm watching a cam girl. It's like a a donation comes in. It's like, whoa! All right, I'm taking my panties
8: off.
9: Thanks, guys. was it the
8: sound of like a car crashing or something in the background horrifying? Every time you get a donation, a bunch of gunshots ring out. Get on the fucking ground! Alright, thanks for the $2, Tom. Hey, that's the Ukraine donation. Thanks for the $20.
7: Yeah.
8: uh, Guys, if you have a show, don't interrupt it with fucking constant Super Chat bullshit. Like, have a little ding or something. They literally oh, have it set up so the studio sets on fire. Yeah, it every sets time on they fire. Money
7: shoots out and flies in front of them, in front of the cameras and stuff, and derails Wait, everybody that involved. Tri- is that why the money is like
8: flying out? Because yes, they yeah. have like money flying around. They have a machine that shoots money when yeah.
7: you donate to them. It's all very distracting. Right. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of got to get me one of those. I'm not gonna lie, that's, that's fascinating. So now they're talking about people who go by they them pronouns, and it's always yeah. good when you start quoting yay. <laughs> that's when you know you're on the right track. Uh-oh. That's when you know you're on the right team.
10: I saw team. a meme that it was a Kanye meme. Yeah. And so uh, they were talking about Sam Smith. Uh, it was an article saying they, referring to Sam Smith, and Kanye's like, who's they, though? Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what we should do every time that these people say preferred pronouns they, them. We should be like, who's they, who's though? Who's they, though? Yeah. Who's they? Who's them, though? <laughs> and why are there multiple Sam Smiths? Well, it's funny because with Sam Smith, he made his career off of being a Gay male artist who made music from the perspective of a gay man yep. that went viral, particularly for that reason, yep. a lot of the time, um, and and you're you're claiming that you're unfairly excluded. I mean. I think that Imagine this is the time to take to accountability award. for uh, your own career. Yeah. If you aren't doing well in your career, you aren't winning awards, maybe it's because the quality of your work has gone down. Or because you're not marketing. Have yourself you tried properly.
9: not sucking? Have you tried not sucking? Have you
1: tried not, <laughs> you tried I mean, not like,
14: being a piece of garbage? Yeah.
1: These people, I say it every time they can't compete and then claim oppression when they can't compete yeah. every time. So I'm
7: kind of with her on this, except for the idea that. If they did have a category, best male performer, best female performer, and you're non-binary, and you you can't win that award, right? Is it that right. what, what the whole point of this thing? And they're going, maybe because your music sucks. Like, well, no, no, no. We don't know where to put this person right. for these categories.
5: Yeah. Is yeah, the real the, I can't compete. Kind of
8: the, I think one of the problems was that like people who were non-binary were getting nominated in both male and female categories. And they're like, oh, clearly that's unfair. Yeah, that seems got, odd, right? Two bites of the apple. Uh, so they're trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, I don't know what you do, but again, this kind of just like lazy performative
7: anger of like,
8: Oh, it's all so ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's like, well, all right, then give me a solution.
9: Like, I'm what glad do you, you st-
7: think we should do. I'm glad you said that because I pretty much agree with their takes on these things, but I think what they don't realize is. Is that they need Hollywood to be this fucked up for them to have content. Because if all yeah, of a well. sudden content goes <laughs> back to what it was in the 70s, what are they going to be complaining about? I'm sure you're familiar with this new Velma cartoon that's out. Oh, I've watched it. It's okay. bad. Okay, so they're very excited to talk about uh, Velma. And by the way, this is a new Scooby-Doo reboot where there is no Scooby-Doo. It's just a black right. Velma.
3: All right.
14: <laughs> Guys, we are moving we are moving on. It's you can't go um, 2 days in a row without talking about Velma
1: cuz it just it, keeps getting worse and I don't know how it's possible. Guys, Scooby is a black woman. Did you know that? Scooby with an eye. He's an he Scooby is an independent black woman who don't need no man. I feel
10: like this is more racist. <laughs>
14: It is making you know, you know, the black yeah. maybe, maybe making the black <laughs> woman a dog? Yeah. Here is yeah. the potential super freaking yeah. racist because Hollywood's full of racism. I mean
8: Okay, so first <laughs> of all this is just like actually incorrect. <laughs> right. Uh they're using they're using bounding into comics as a source which is like not a real news site. It's just like a bunch of right-wing guys being like Hollywood did this today and they're making all the characters gay uh and there was this rumor going around that scooby-doo is going to be a black woman in the new scooby-doo and it's now that's not what's happening
7: and it's funny because at one point brett even says i don't even know if any of this stuff is true but it's enraging you're like well okay. <laughs> you're gonna be offended by it you might want to find
8: well, out that's, what, that's the problem with so much of this content is it's you know there's a good chance this is completely made up but
14: you know it could happen and actually, that's why we got to talk
7: about actually it. my last clip as a perfect example
14: of what we're talking about here. I mean, to me, it's like, I don't even care if it's real. I'm not even prefacing this by rumor because I don't give a crap if people are like, you guys are spreading misinformation, kick rocks.
1: People are already hoping for this show to end at one season in the most absurd way possible because that's the only way it can go. So, like, they're hoping Velma actually gets pregnant with Scooby. (laughs) Uh, what I, else? And no, and then they, and Velma pull- is given like the ultimate full circle reveal as yes. a Scooby Doo villain. Yeah, pretending she's the to be Velma. Guy. They they pull off the mask and it's
14: white Velma.
7: Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be <laughs> I'd like that. It'd be a twist. So here's it what is, here's what I thought of, of. Yeah, go ahead. Vito, when, as they're as they're complaining about obviously very woke reboots that Hollywood mm. is up to. Have you seen Andor? Yes. Okay, I'm not all the way through it. But the whole premise is the rebels want the empire to overreach because then people won't be complacent and they'll actually fight back against it because of the tyranny involved there. If the empire is just like letting people live their lives and just kind of taking control slowly, then people don't really realize it, you know, the whole boiling frog. So I think what these people are complaining about is exactly what they need to survive. Is this being as Hollywood being as woke as possible, just being ridiculous with this shit so that they can complain <laughs> about it and get a huge audience. <laughs> people going, yeah, this does suck. I like the old Scooby-Doo. It's a very interesting
8: cyclical thing where all these guys have to go. I can't believe Hollywood scream. I mean, it's the same thing for me. I made a, so much money complaining about star Wars. That's true. And that now anytime a star Wars comes out, I go, Please be a complete piece of shit so I can yeah. make some money. Get money. <laughs> what, what did you
7: think of Adar? Do you like it?
8: I like it, which sucks. Damn it. Man, I can't talk shit
7: about it. <laughs> I know. I do.
5: Too. That's how we feel about podcasts I in be general. Be <laughs> oh,
8: yeah, I don't. It's a really, it's a really sick cycle of uh, now. If media is good, I'm like, ah, oh, well, shit. I got nothing to talk about. <laughs>
5: boring. Uh,
8: boring. Exactly. <laughs> uh i even put out a review of andor i was like well what if i talk about you Well, know, well andor's actually pretty good and i kind of like it yeah. no fucking views nobody wants to talk about the star wars you like mm-hmm. they want to talk about the star wars that's a woke disaster promoting feminism and people of different colors and how we need to put well, it in also the-
7: if i like andor i'll just talk to my buddy about it next time he's over for football like oh did you see yeah, it's pretty good right yeah all right cool yeah. i don't need to watch someone on youtube <laughs> going yeah it is pretty good it's <laughs> pretty fucking
5: good. And I'll say, would you guys shut up about Star Wars, please? I know. I'm going to watch football. I think this actually did happen.
7: All <laughs> right. I have a uh, song parody from Lord of the Bowl coming Ooh. in for us.
6: On a warm summer's evening, I walked into a nightclub. And there I saw a dabbler. He was having his fifth drink. So we walked up on the stage, and then he started talking. And boredom overtook the crowd as he began to speak. He said, guys, I made a living. By holding on to coattails without a shred of talent, yet here I am on stage And he stuttered through some hack stuff about Trump and fake orgasms And when the crowd began to leave, he started dropping names So after the show, I said, John, I actually know you I used to watch your interviews when I was a kid. He asked me for a five. <laughs> said he forgot his wallet. And I felt bad, so I gave it up. And he said he paid me back. <laughs> you gotta know when to dabble. Know when <laughs> to babble. No one to laugh (laughs) at your own jokes. You never pay for your friends when you're sitting at the table. If you do, just remember to remind them every day. (laughs) (laughs) Every dabbler knows that the secret to surviving is riding off successes that happened in the past. And then rewriting history So you don't sound like a loser (laughs) Like all the comics you discovered To get some super chats (laughs) And then he finished speaking He turned back to his green screen And crushed out his tent can of course And faded off the bed so I snuck out of his mom's house, and I got into an Uber, and realized I'd never see my $5 <laughs> again. You gotta know when to dabble, know when to, babble. Know when to dabble, know when to laugh a lot your own jokes, you never pay for your friends when you're sitting
7: at the table. I think it's a uh, repetitive after that, but uh, very
5: very well done. <laughs> I it's didn't think story. it had a chance when I knew what it was gonna be, a yeah. story song. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> story that, songs are that was always awesome. the best.
7: it it did actually work. <laughs> yeah, that was very good. Oh, we got someone else rocking out over here. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, what is happening, Cardiff? Cardiff, have you met Vito before?
0: No, I have not. I'm very honored to meet uh, Fat Chad Zumok. Oh, hey. (laughs) Wow.
7: Shots (laughs) fired.
0: (laughs) I'm just going by the hat. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, don't worry about it. Uh, All right.
7: Guys, I brought some uh, choice clips from the latest from Tommy from MSCS Media. Um. Now, Vito, this guy, Tommy, I don't know if you know who he is. No. He's trying to be Joe Rogan. We no, have a no. theory going on this show that he's a space alien. And he's, <laughs> he's trying to mimic human beings by watching thousands of hours of Joe Rogan. Because he knows <laughs> not nothing about point. anything.
6: He's one of the yeah. dumbest
7: guys you'll ever see in your life. He just put out an episode with this guest, James Files is his name Mm. and james files claims he used to be jimmy sutton the man who actually shot jfk from the grassy knoll he claims and he has a book out that the cia hired him to have jfk killed he's got this woman pamela ray who's the author of this book on the show as well yeah wow I know there's a lot there's a lot going on We're here. We're blowing this Yeah, this is fast. This could be big. Yeah, this this is big by the way. It's, it's going to start with him introducing big, his guests. Big news. Yeah, you can tell these guests have a nice setup here.
4: Okay, we have author Pamela Ray and James Files. Thank you both so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And
13: thank
4: so you the for having us. So, <laughs> I mean, the both of you come together and decide to write this book initially and and come out with everything.
13: First of all, I just wanted James Files to tell everybody who he is, or actually who he
9: was.
7: This is the guy who actually shot JFK kicking a microphone. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, things are going to be on.
5: I want to know. Isn't that
0: a nose Man, mic? Perfectly shiny. Yeah, what is wrong with his face? I don't know if he's got like breathing tubes. I think he's got tubes. one of those
7: like, yeah, breathing tubes. Oh, I think... Um, so the website too, which is hilarious. You, you would think if you're the guy telling your server, how you killed JFK, maybe he is. I don't know. What do I know? You'd think you'd buy a URL for 12 no, bucks. Oh no, It's no, JFK no. murder, James files. com is where you get more information and you can get autographed. Like JFK
8: murder files. was taken. He couldn't think of something <laughs> else. It had to be the only thing left on Weebly was JFK jfkmurderjamesfiles.weebly.com.
7: uh Kurt, well, have you watched this one yet, buddy? No. Uh, <laughs> this is insane. So the problem here, of course, is that this guy has a story to tell, so Tommy doesn't get to talk as much as I like him to. Hmm. But Tommy loves the mafia, and this guy was connected to the mafia at a certain point in his life. So rather than Tommy ask him questions like, how did you get involved with the CIA? Why do they want JFK killed? How did you not get caught assassinating it? What's the whole thing with Lee Harvey? Eiswald? All these questions you'd want to ask. He picks up on, oh, you're in the mafia.
4: You know, I grew up in uh, South Philly, so I was around a lot of those guys, too. Why did they call uh, Nicoletti? Uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, the typewriter. Chucky the typewriter. Yeah. yeah. Chucky, the typewriter. Yeah. How do you get that name? <laughs>
7: You're asking the guy who killed JFK? How (laughs) shucky the typewriter got his
8: name? Funny mob. You know what I love is these funny mob nicknames. You know, (laughs) where did Mike Marinara Hands come from? It's like he's the man who killed the fucking president. Yeah, that's ancient history. Ask him about that. Yeah, that's boring. Everybody's heard about that.
7: (laughs) Tell me about those big greasy Italiano meatball subs you boys used to eat. eh? Now the other funny thing here, Vito, is that Tommy has this backstory that he's actually from Pennsylvania. So I think part of this is, like, this cover that he has. He's learned enough about Philadelphia and stuff mm. to be like, mm. oh, yeah, that's where I am from. And also so-and-so. Because there's a few times I didn't even pull it. Where he's like, did you know so-and-so? Or <laughs> so he's like, the guy's like, no. I."
5: <laughs>
0: did you know Mikey the Earthling? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pat or Gino's, what's your favorite? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Which sandwich <laughs> did you enjoy? All right. So... This
7: is, like, one of the dumbest things that Tommy has ever said. Oh, God.
4: Oh, yeah. And, and then we're and roughly maybe a week before everything happened with JFK. Didn't you overhear Oswald saying, everybody's going to blame me for this or something along those lines?
13: So no, i never heard Oswald say that, no.
4: Or, or somebody had said, uh, you know, you were hanging around with, home 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 with home home them too home home much or me. something?
13: Lee Harvey Awful and I never talked about the JFK assassination, the five days we spent together rode around.
7: Didn't he say everyone was gonna blame me for this and I'm not the one who did it? No, he said that afterwards! He, didn't, he wasn't going around saying I'm a patsy before it happened. Wouldn't it make
8: sense? <laughs> no. If he knew it was coming, then yeah. he would, Yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
7: <laughs> didn't he tell you that a week before a guy goes, No, we've never t- we never once talked about JFK. With each other, like, where did you hear that from, Tommy? Where are you getting your research from?
0: (laughs) Who's gonna play me in the movie? (laughs) Yeah, I heard it from Jimmy the Typewriter.
8: (laughs) (laughs)
12: Now I gotta
8: do this thing where from now on, whenever I go on a show, I'm gonna have a giant sign with my URL on it, and I'm gonna put it on the table in front of me. (laughs) Uh, That's just class, right there.
7: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can't miss it. So at least there's that. So as we know, Tommy loves
4: magic. We've seen him engage with magicians before, so he's got a question. Now, you know all the talk about that magic bullet that doesn't even have a mark on it? So if if you Google uh, magic bullet, a, a lot of podcasts, a lot of books, they talk about it. They talk about it as being one of the bullets that was shot, but there's no marking on it at all. I I don't know if you were familiar with all that and everything. Dude,
7: I'm the one who shot JFK. Do you think I haven't researched (laughs) this? Do you think I don't know what the story is? Yes, I'm familiar with it. No, I'm told
8: JFK was with his wife at the time. Did you hear about (laughs) it? It may have been in a car. What do
7: you think about all that? I heard it happened in Dallas. Do you know anything about that?
0: (laughs) Carl, fun fact. I I know you like fun facts. I just went to magicbullet.weebly.file.com. Oh, okay. And and this is real. There is a magic bullet. Wow.
5: (laughs) What other tricks can it do? (laughs)
0: What was the bullet
8: magic? Just tell (laughs) me. Do Do you remember the magic bullet blender that they would sell on TV? No. Yeah, yeah, you, you've never seen the magic bullet it's like they had like a whole infomercial and it was a blender called the magic bullet mm-hmm. and I always wanted there to be a complete line of JFK tragedy kitchen appliances <laughs> I was like I was like, there's so many great Kennedy tragedies that you could name yeah, kitchen could. appliances after I don't know why they stopped at the magic bullet hmm. could have had the JFK junior salsa boat you know dr- drown, uh, fly your chips in with two female passengers into a fiery <laughs> salsa excitement uh, I don't know why you're not in marketing Vito <laughs> <laughs> that's, lost, that's lost on me The Ted Kennedy pasta strainer Dunk your pasta the way he, That drunk bastard drowned a woman Off the shores of Chappaquiddick
7: Now you guys probably Would've think been good. That you're going to learn From WATP today Who killed JFK and how it happened Unfortunately mm-hmm. that's not what's going to happen right now That's what? not what we're going to get into you got to get the book we're going to talk about this guy spent 25 years in prison, and the last two years of his sentence were in medium security, and mm. Tommy loves talking about prison. Now, one of the things about Tommy is that he went to prison on a federal mm-hmm. offense because they were selling like supplements or something, and he got busted for okay. doing that. They weren't FDA approved or whatever it was. Was it like a short term? Doesn't sound like you'd get a lot of time for I that. think it was less than two years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, no uh, earth jail. Can keep Tommy no. for too long. No. <laughs> so this I was is. held by your iron bars, Earthman. <laughs> he had to pretend that they were holding him in there. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, no. Can't get out. <laughs> Hoping for parole.
8: I couldn't phase shift my molecules through these. <laughs> Definitely not.
0: <laughs> now, now, if he was an alien, what better place to study humans than in prison? That's true. That's a good point. He probably signed mm. up for it. Mm hmm. All right, so this is uh, again.
7: Tommy gets very excited when they start talking about prison and prison sentences because he knows a lot about prison.
13: Which is a medium joint.
4: Yeah,
13: I oh, the maximum to the medium joint. It may sound crazy, but that's a fact. Yeah. But,
4: uh, well, at least you got to a
13: medium. Fine, Pretty amazing, huh?
4: At least you got to a medium, and got out of the pens and the high security. You know, <laughs> you got the pen. Panty- anyway, uh, you got not, uh, Mr. Files. Now you have the Supermax, the Max, the Pen, the Medium, the Low, the Camp. You, you got twenty-seven different names now. Show off.
13: Yeah, no. He would never let me go to a camp for a low I Believe.
4: <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> I have
13: a long history of violence behind me. <laughs> I live with death every day almost. He goes,
7: he goes. yeah, I have a long history of violence behind me. I've killed lots of people. And Tommy's going, ha, 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 I
5: know, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah. Let's get a beer sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Last clip I have on here. So he explains how lucky this guy is that he had a loving wife the whole time he was in prison. He would come and visit him. And this is now the dumbest thing you will ever hear Tommy say.
4: Well, you you have a lovely wife that loves you to death, and and I'll tell you what you you're lucky. You know, she came to to write you in, in prison, and everything, and whenever I see that, that, that's such a special thing because you know it's just special. You know, they go to
13: prison was a real rough place, and I think the good Lord, I learned how to fight and did martial arts. Uh, if you think so? Anyway, so I what was really? Uh...
4: Why would Oswald even take that risk? You you know, because he was.
13: Why I don't think he had
4: any idea how serious it was going to be. Oh, okay. And then and then all those and years, he never says anything? He
13: was, the
4: best. he was killed two days later
7: on
5: yeah. national television. <laughs> all, those goes, years.
7: all those years, he didn't want to speak up and say he had nothing to do with it? I can't believe he wouldn't declare his innocence I right, want well, another shot at this. You probably
1: should have researched this. <laughs>
0: You believe the Oswald is dead story, Carl? Well, it's funny because right after that, James <laughs> Files says, I don't think he was killed. That
7: he, he lived after that and uh, up until recently passed away. Is that what you think, Cardiff?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. I just would have mm-hmm. thought that Tommy would have done just the tiniest bit of research. No. To know no. that Lee Harvey Oswald was killed two days after the
5: assassination of JFK. <laughs> so he's not going to be on the show, I don't think. <laughs> has
7: not
8: anyone right. tried calling him recently him? and yeah. see he has a comment? Or,
15: I have to know? go now. My planet needs me.
7: Okay. <laughs> so we have a, a game on here, Vito. You're going to love this game. Ooh. Cardiff puts this Ooh. together for us. Yeah. This is to catch an alien. Now, what we're going to see here... I haven't seen this. No one's seen this yet, except for Cardiff. Sure, Carl. I don't cheat, mm-hmm. but I I have won two of the last three, so I'm pretty proud of myself <laughs> I don't that. like to cheat. Yeah. Now, what you're going to see is Tommy is going to say a few sentences. Sometimes it's long, sometimes it's not. <laughs> and then we have to guess what he's going to say next, because like I said, he's a very dumb guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we get five choices of what he might say. We have to choose from those. So you got to listen carefully. We'll keep score. This is for bragging rights. There's no
0: monetary award. Not yet. <laughs> Not oh, wait. I thought I thought blowjobs and DabbleCon.
7: <laughs> blowjobs and DabbleCon. Okay. Yeah. That's yes, a good point. Oh, okay. Not monetary. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh,
7: good. The <laughs> first blowjob I didn't pay for.
0: <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite new game show to catch an alien. So handsome. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien. I'm ready. On de- Or destroys something. That's the ultimate God.
11: This intimate intern- eternal universe is the ultimate
4: God, in my opinion. I agree with you, and you can ask them. I say this all the time. That I believe that one of the reasons, things that, uh, you know, guys like you that study this and find these things out, that it doesn't come out is because could people handle it? Could people without the mind, like I'm interested in it, so I can handle it, you can handle it, you know, some people can. But if your family member dies and the reality may be possibility, no matter what you believe, I respect it, but there's the possibility that you may never see them again. How much of society can handle that? (laughs) But if you have that belief that, oh, I'm going to float up and see them again, maybe you can live the rest of your life not all upset and messed up. Or if you think that when you die, you die, and that's it, you know, people would go crazy. And the only thing I see good about that whole religion thing is that if, you, if that's what you need to do the right thing, then fine. You know, I respect it. But to me, and this is just my belief from reading it, to me it just sounds like four guys trying to get power, and they all got different stories, and it's like when you really read it, Part of it may be true. Part of it may not be true. I don't know either. I'm with you. I don't know.
9: Jesus.
0: To catch an alien. What did Tommy say next? What could he possibly say next? Here are your choices. (laughs) Exactly. Number one. But when I see a nice car, like a Lambo, it really makes me think. B. What? But Elon Musk... He might be able to figure it out. Yeah.
7: Next. By the way, he's obsessed with Elon Musk. and okay. He has actually claimed that Elon is a space alien, which makes me think this guy is hiding in plain sight. So, uh, <laughs> just, uh,
0: just for context, this guy uh, that he's interviewing has some connection to Elon Musk, too. He worked oh. with him or something. Okay. Oh, okay. All I do know is I know business Four, the Apostles, they just sound like a gang to me. <laughs> Lastly, when power is corrupted, it's absolute, no question, to catch
7: an alien. All right. I am going off on a limb here because I know that Tommy is so sporadic and ridiculous I'm going number three. Ooh. What I do know is I'm good at business. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. What do you think, Vito? Well,
8: the only one that kind of follows on the theme of what he's talking about of religion would be the uh,
7: number four, the apostles. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one. Sure. All I right, went, producer Chris.
5: I went number four.
7: You're also number four. Yeah. Well, pe- people in the Discord are saying number one. I'm seeing Mikey says next. It's the right one. All right. Let's find out if we can catch an alien today
4: me it just sounds like four guys trying to get power and they all got different stories and it's like when you really read it part of it may be true part of it may not be true i don't know either i'm with you i don't know but all i do know is i know business and to me it sounds like there's four guys five guys in that book five different stories trying to gain power or maybe get laid um at the time in there because how can five people see five different things
5: we don't even know who wrote the book.
4: Well, thank you. You, you thank know, you. To, be, to
5: be honest with you, this is just evidence that you're losing your goddamn mind.
7: <laughs> I'm watching too much Tommy, I'm watching way too much Tommy to
5: get All that I know one. Right? Is
7: I know
0: business, and business is good. So, Carl for blowjobs in Rochester, congratulations!
7: I'll be receiving
0: oh
7: mr electric (laughs) oh that was way off
0: all right let's see
7: uh there's there's still some time left in this let's see what else we got
0: to catch an alien that's all for this week come back next week to find out if you have the religious aptitude to catch an alien Brought to you by Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric and the Cardiff Electric YouTube. Subscribe today. Also, WATPLive.com for tickets to DabbleCon. But please, don't forget to stop by con Across the street. You know. To catch <laughs> an alien
5: fucking guy yeah oh he's still here Always, hey. oh
7: he's mugging oh hey <laughs> oh he's mugging that one all right well thank you very much card if you've done it once again my friend
0: you cheated again good Put job. together i have three <laughs> of four now I, i'm gonna start sending these to chris instead of you
7: <laughs> <laughs> i do not watch it at a time of course there's no review girls here this time to see me win
5: Damn it, now I'm yeah. going to text them and tell them how I want. They usually are really impressed with that. <laughs>
7: yeah, everyone always loves that. I All won right. my
8: podcast's little game. Well, good <laughs> work, Carol. You're the most sexy man alive.
7: What have we done today, Vito? We talked about the Peg Warmers. Kevin, yes. the king of the Peg Warmers. We the talked pegging about, king. We talked about setting up your toy room. We talked about blind Mike bailing on a very bad idea of watching me with Harrison Young. Pop culture crisis, the latest from the Tim Pool extended network. Extended universe. <laughs> I know. I was going to say the EU. <laughs> yes. MSCS media with Tommy talking to the guy who actually killed JFK about why some guy's nickname was the typewriter. <laughs> so you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. This is the part of the show. We play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts, Andy would be over here, Trucker Andy, on Saturday, and we'll be checking this out. Grab the bull by the balls. Another episode of Aftershock.
8: Got a very interesting bunch Ooh. of people in here today. Um, I guess it's sort of a little bit
12: of a reunion <laughs> <laughs> of sorts. Um, Jeez, he's uh, you're fatter than Gangee now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What the fuck happened? Uh, that, of course, <laughs> he's been waiting to say that for, for a long time. <laughs> I got... Uh, John Melendez here in the studio. You can call me Stuttering John. Stuttering John in the studio. Today we got another special guest. I don't think he needs an introduction. Go ahead. You can talk.
6: How many people do you not talk like that?
8: Not one person in the world. Bingo. <laughs> Fred the Elven Boy in the room. And we...
6: How you doing, everybody?
8: Uh, we got Mr. Mike Gange in the room today. What's up, guys?
7: That's right. We've talked about Aftershock XL before from Steve Grillo. But mm-hmm. as a lot of people know, Fred the Elven Boy passed away. Just a couple of weeks ago. The longest running whack packer on the Howard Stern Show. And so we're going to go back to 2018 and check out an episode of Aftershock with Fred the Elephant Boy, Mike Ganji, stuttering John Melendez. This is a suggestion from Jack, and I am looking forward to that. That should be a lot of fun. What whackpackers are left? Um, well, I know High Pitch Eric is still around. I think okay. Beetlejuice is still kicking. Um, mm-hmm. Tan Mom. Uh, what else? Uh, who's the crow lady? She's still kicking around. Oh, Marianne from Brooklyn. Marianne from Brooklyn. Marianne <laughs> she's Brooklyn. not really a yeah. Wackpacker, but maybe she is. Yeah. I, I was going to say, she's like 10. She's the mother of the Wackpacker. Yeah, she's the mom, the, wackpack, the wrangler yeah. of the wackpack, yeah. Um, Well, Vito, thank you so much for coming on today, buddy. People should check you out. I'm on the, excited to be here, yes. Check uh, you out on The Biggest Problem in the ch- Universe every Friday night at 6 uh, pacific time yeah typically every friday
8: uh and we got some cool guests i think in february we'll see what happens uh check out the show you can check it out at biggest dot show uh we're having a lot of fun we're about to hit 1500 patreon subscribers uh. we're crawling up on watp
7: this and is a thing with Vito. Surpass. He likes to send me, if, if ours isn't growing as quickly as his is, he likes to send me little screen grabs and things to rub You're it oh, in. Carl,
8: you lost five <laughs> patrons last week. What yeah, did you do? I, <laughs> I always love Vito trying to, to show me I'm, how it shows up. I'm just up messing and coming. around.
0: Uh, so you yes, get Vito, on. I will come on your show.
8: It's come on over, man. And you got to check out Dick's new that problem, too, Backed too By, Carl. Have you seen Backed By? I am very Good. familiar with Backed By, yes. Well, you'll have to get your show on there. But uh, anyway, yeah, biggest problem that show.
7: Can I tell you, just between you and me, don't tell anyone else this? Because, you know, Dick and I sure. are, are friends. The reason why I'm not okay. jumping on Backed By just yet. Dick loses interest in everything that he does. He starts up a project he, and puts all this work into lot it. a And then he just, like, yeah. gets bored of it and just moves on to something else. So I'm, I'm waiting to see how long this actually lasts for before this I jump in. This one's a really in. good idea, it though. Is. And this is something he's really
8: passionate about, so... Correct.
7: The, except uh, for the cryptocurrency part of it, it's a very good idea.
8: Yeah. Well, it has to be crypto. because You can't use... Again, it's like Patreon with crypto because... The banks can just shut you down. It's it's tragic. Well, that's what happened
7: to his new project, too, which was something I was yeah. going to get on. And then uh, the bank shut him down, and that went away. That was supposed to be the uh, alternative to Patreon. And so now he's got a new alternative to Patreon backed by, which I believe is um, B-A-C-K-E-D dot B-Y. Yes. I'm excited about it, and a lot of creators are jumping on
8: board. If you make content that you think banks might get upset about and you're worried about your free speech getting taken away uh it's just i don't know it's a great idea but yes i do agree well hopefully something comes of it yeah don't Uh, tell dick
7: i'm skeptical about it all right yeah i mean i'm
8: sure hell has no way of finding out about it carl yeah. it'll be a secret good yeah, it'll, be, it'll be
7: our secret just us in this room right now
8: mm-hmm. yeah, and youtube and discord and no Just us.
12: yeah
7: exactly um what else exactly. do you have going on where, where can people find your youtube or anything else that you're uh, up to these days well
8: you can find me on youtube.com slash veto i'm working on a review of velma which will hopefully be up by the end of the week and i'm also working on my comic book super killer which you can check out at superkiller.org get on the mailing list and hopefully next month
7: we'll be doing the uh kickstarter launch for that one i'm excited excellent
8: yeah.
9: well
7: Vito, i don't want to take up any more of your time we're going to uh listen to some voicemails talk about some reviews and stuff like that but i'll let you cruise by sounds there. good all, all right. right have fun guys thanks for having me dude thanks so much Bye, for coming Vito. on
8: oh and check me out at jfk sucked my grandmother's dick <laughs> Dot files dot uh, KO. All right.
7: As long as you can get that up before tomorrow morning when I edit and put this show out, <laughs> you'll get a lot of traffic over yeah, there. All right. I'm really working on that right now. okay it's a priority. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody.
6: starting in the mush bits of morning radio. And now the show
3: is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Great
7: job, everyone.
6: Mr. Potato Head Master of Disguise can turn into over 50 Completely
0: different guys
6: Is he a blonde or is his hair red?
0: You never know with Mr. Potato Head
6: He's hot
0: He's out of control
1: Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric or YouTube.com slash at Cardiff Electric.
9: That
0: Doug is a good man.
7: He is. Are you wearing Mm -hmm. lipstick, Cardiff? No. Okay, there's a question that came in. Mm -hmm. Will Doug be at DabbleCon? I haven't asked him that.
0: I was going to pick him up on the way.
7: Cool. Yeah, I was going to say because I don't think he would come to see WTP, but I think he would come to hang out with you would be my guess. Actually,
0: I'm going to stop by the studio on the way home and do some recording. Yeah,
7: lay down some tracks while you're there. (laughs) Sweet. All right, any new uh, reviews coming in for us, Cardiff?
0: Yes, yes. I think our, uh, as evident by the first review, uh, people have heard our cry for reviews. Our our plea, yes. Yes. A little too thirsty for reviews. (laughs) Carl is a handy, capable, casually racist mental patient who's shooting for the stars and just might get there one day. (laughs) The podcast format is making fun of bad podcasts, and he bucks tradition by sticking to that formula. That's one way to live your life.
7: (laughs) That sounds like a five-star review right there, Cardiff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was listening to uh, Drew and Mike's show today. And Drew started talking about because you mentioned handy capable. He goes, you know, I never really asked Carl about his club foot. What, what does that even what does that mean? Do you know Brandon? And I'm like, Drew, we've hung out with each other yeah. multiple times now. This is still a mystery. And what's
5: it's one Google search away.
7: But but I mean he, you, we've you... also he knows that I, can, I i I was able to walk around and hang out and drink too much.
5: Wait, didn't
0: you show maybe them you off in Detroit?
7: Yes, we were in Detroit. Yeah, yeah.
5: Anyway, what's the heck,
0: Carter? <laughs> I said maybe you were sitting at a table. He couldn't see them.
7: Maybe. Me. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Well, it was funny because Brandon goes, yeah, the first thing I did when we ran into Carl in Detroit is I looked down at his feet and we were wearing the same sneakers and I was embarrassed by that. I was like, what's, wrong? what's wrong with my Adidas? They're nice. <laughs> uh, any more um, reviews on there?
0: There's a few more, but there's okay. one, there's one longer one here. We'll do this and save the rest for Saturday because I'm sure it's going to dry up again.
9: <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> a cheap imitation. I searched iTunes for a great new podcast I just discovered. When to my dismay, the similar, similarly named, albeit gram- grammatically inferior podcast popped up instead. This podcast is nothing more than a blatant ripoff of Cardiff Electric's Whom Are These Podcasts? <laughs> Okay, I have sent a, I have sent an email to CEO Apple CEO Tim Apple, but in the interim, while Apple's fraud department works diligently to remedy the situation, do not listen to this podcast. Please deduct the five stars of this review from the Imposter podcast and credit to the real WATP. Thank you.
7: Um, Cardiff, did you write that one?
0: No, that's from Carl's Clubfoot.
7: <laughs> I think he wrote that one.
0: Well, I mean it could be me. It obviously came from the United States of America.
7: Oh, okay. Maybe you didn't write it down. Yes. <laughs> all right. So you want to save the others for later?
0: Yes. Unless you have time.
7: Um, no, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's listen to some voicemails. Okay. Cardiff and I have been podcasting together all week. Yeah. We were on um, Uncle Rico's show Sunday night, and then I did the oh, black. the
0: puppet. That was SJ oh, Puppet. Oh, I'm that sorry. That it. was
7: S.J. Puppet. My mm-hmm. bad. I, I thought Cardiff had something to do with that. I guess I'm no. mistaken. That you just one. share a studio. Gotcha. And then uh, I'm doing the Blatt cast yesterday with Christian Blatt, and uh, he surprises me with a, a guest coming on. It's Cardiff again. <laughs> Potatoes following me around the Internet. So it's all good. We'll see you on Saturday.
0: Jenny Jingles has a plan for you this evening, too. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm going to pop out of your bed.
7: <laughs> if, I, if I crawl under the covers, there's a potato there. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, you're covered in sour cream. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell me what's going on
9: here? <laughs> Those are chives. Uh, this is actually
15: for Tony Muskrat. This is uh, uh, My Room Records. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, dude, the fact that you auto-tuned way, way less on your most recent song was a huge improvement. And I'm not even saying that to, like, make fun of your voice or anything else. It's just when you auto-tune, like, crazy it actually takes away from the comedy and the fact is that, uh, Carl, uh, clearly doesn't, uh, value, um, people singing on pitch.
0: It's true. I mean,
15: his own freaking band for Christ's sake. Um, can't even have a singer, but anyway, that is, uh, you sounded really good. Don't lean on the auto tune. Your voice sounds good the way it is. You, uh, just, uh, it, it's a funny song, and it's funnier if you're all pitchy and all over the place. Mm-hmm. Call me back.
7: Well, if anyone else wants to communicate with people who listen to the show, just call into my voicemail line, and we'll just fucking play the message for people. <laughs> 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 all right. We well, talked to...
5: Oh. A, a good mockumentary would be what happened to the singer of the Isotopes.
7: No, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. Now, the evidence I would have given is P.J. Philium. For the reason I don't care whether you sing on key or not. Oh yeah! Obviously, I played more PJ songs than than anything. Correct. So, all right, we talked about the improv assignment. Tom Myers at nine eleven or at the oh, twin yeah, towers yeah. on nine eleven. Yeah.
11: Hey, it's called back, Curtis. Uh, did I hear Tom Myers at Ground Zero on nine eleven? All right. <clears throat> wow, you see all this. This is why I couldn't work in an office. You won't see me going out in this shit. And if you think that's offensive, just on not McDonald will have laughed at that.
7: Okay. That's a, that's a Tom-like tag. I I believe... <laughs> oops. <laughs> I, didn't really do that. I believe this is a uh, a different person who's taking a, a stab at what Tom Myers would say in that scenario. We got a few here. Uh,
15: Tom Myers on 9-11, take one. That airplane pilot got his driver's license from the Dale Earnhardt School of Driving. That's pretty good. That's a good impression. Alright, let's hear another one. Uh, Tom Myers on 9-11, take two. That pilot got his driver's license from the Princess Diana's Chauffeur School of Driving.
5: <laughs> I would go with both. All right, yeah, we're getting closer to
15: Tom
9: territory. <laughs>
15: uh, Tom Myers on 9-11, take three. That pilot got his driver's license from the Senator Ted Kennedy School of Driving. Okay. Yep. Also a good one. One more. Tom Myers on nine eleven, take four. That pilot must have gone to the Space Shuttle Challenger Driver School. <laughs> all right. All, all good
7: suggestions. Uh, I like those.
15: Carl... Your dick tastes like shit. Call me back.
7: Oh. Well, bad timing on your part is what I would say to that. All right, the cow photographer called back in.
11: Hey, Carl. It's the cow photographer, and I have a bonus review for you from the Harrison Blake Young Facebook page. Right. So in case there's any doubt left that Topic Time is one of the premier TV podcasts of all time, or at least of the modern era, here's 3,000 quick views and plenty of exhilarating comments regarding my recent Topic Time interview of Carl Hamburger, one of the most renowned podcasters and promoters in the free world, and certainly all that of The Enslaved One. Need I say more about that? No, but I probably will. Enjoy! Was that one star, Carl, or five stars? It's on Facebook, retard. You don't have stars or ratings on Facebook. But you are the most prolific
0: podcaster in the enslaved world. See, Kyle. I don't go where this guy works and take pictures of cows. (laughs) That's a good point. Leave the reviews to the professionals, sir.
7: That's right. So apparently uh, Harrison Young is taking some victory laps over on uh, his Facebook page because our interview together is going very well. And right now you can check out his interview with Dr. Steve. Mm-hmm. Dr. Steve, yes. Which I have not watched yet. Have you seen it yet, Cardiff?
0: Yes. Very Well, I just watched where he shouted out to me. That was the best part. Okay. Yours too. Thank uh, you.
7: We did both shout you out, didn't we?
0: Yes.
7: Are you going to get on that show soon?
0: We're Dr. Steve is uh, working on it okay. for me. I don't want to give Harrison my number.
7: I don't blame you. You don't want him to call long distance. Okay. Oh, geez, The voicemailers are fighting again. I always hate when this happens.
11: Hey, this is Callback Curtis. In response to that guy who told me to get a better bit, say that's my face at Davilcon, motherfucker. I'll be the fat guy in a jacket full of video game patches and a beanie. If you can't find me, you can just pry my face off of Cardiff Electric's dick.
13: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
7: Davilcon's going to be interesting this year. (laughs) Is Is that (laughs) Jeff? This is going to be a devil kind to remember. Wow. Okay.
9: Uh.
11: Okay, these review girls, they've got to be put in check somehow. So if there's no review girls the week following when you play this voicemail, all of us need to send our giant cocks to them. Send pictures of giant cocks to oh, them. Pictures. Flood their phones until they come back to the show and show mm-hmm. us their fucking tits. If they don't show us their tits, we're going to show them our cocks. Mm-hmm. I disagree.
0: CardiffElectricPod at (laughs)
11: gmail.com. You want to see the cocks?
0: No. (laughs) Carl's has shit all over it.
7: (laughs) Not right now. Later.
5: Which means you should definitely wash your
7: hands. (laughs) All right. Let's not uh, fuck with the review girls. They're very busy ladies. Just trying to make it in this crazy topsy-turvy world. (laughs) All right. Nate from Flint. I'm not going to say Flint, Michigan. I know where Flint is. Nate from Flint called in.
11: Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Hey, those two voicemails were not I, brother. I have a nasally voice, and I start my voicemails with, Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. That guy was like, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. You see the difference, man? Use some context clues and do some, do some digging, man. I'm, I'm really heated about this, Carl, right now. And I know this uh, voicemail is going on a long time beyond mm-hmm. your attention span, but you can deal. Nate from Flint, Michigan, out.
7: Listen, I assumed I had one listener from Flint, and it was the same area code, so I assumed
5: it was you. Could have happened to anyone.
7: Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's normally a pretty good assumption on my part. All right, last one. Uh,
5: yeah, I, I just wanted to ask, uh,
11: does anyone know why Chad Zuma keeps calling himself a mud mudshirk? I mean, did someone trick him into it, or is he being trolled? Because, yes. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't a term I would usually use, but uh, right. the first result on Google, uh Wiktionary mud shark, noun, one, derogatory, offensive, ethnic slur, a non-black person, usually a white woman, who has sexual relationships with black people, usually men. See also, Ooh. coal burner, jungle fever, once you go black, you never go back. Mud shark. So uh yeah. That's what Chad Zumok's been calling himself for the past month for some reason. Huh. Well I
7: think it's because Kevin Brenham ca- called him that and I actually Googled that too. This guy is right. I was not familiar with that term yeah, or use. the definition of it. But Chad, you are a mud shark, my friend. Congratulations <laughs> on that.
0: I'll be selling Mud Shark shirts at Stuck John Con. <laughs> I'll buy
7: <I'll find> one. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Chad will finally sell merchandise. He's not there for it. Damn it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mud Shark puppets.
7: Finding people who want to wear my shirts.
5: <laughs>
7: Holy shit. Yeah. Chad's been talking uh, a lot of shit. I know you guys are shocked about that.
5: He plays in the mud.
7: He plays in the mud, that one. All right. Cardiff, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you. Always good to see subscribe you.
0: Subscribe to the Subreddit Surfing YouTube channel today. That's right.
7: We got to get that number up to 1,000 for you guys. Yes. Subreddit Surfing Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Vinnie Paulino and Cardiff Electric talking to randos from Subreddits. Yes. Is that your new tagline? Did I just invent your new tagline?
0: <laughs> That's thank you for the elevator pitch because you haven't <laughs> used the term elevator pitch enough in the last few episodes. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
7: All right. It's got you there. This guy's a real fucking critic.
0: <laughs> Says. You're
7: supposed to just you. read the reviews. All right. See you, buddy.
0: Good gear.